Does this look like a number two pencil? No, I just thought that You would... thought? I don't pay you to think. But, Dad... Shut up! Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts, and also on YouTube, where there are full video episodes of the show every single Monday. And thanks for following us on the show, the, so, the socials at Cape Pod on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and again, YouTube. Make sure you're following, subscribing, see all the updates, the insane video clips. And all that other stuff that people enjoy because you deserve enjoyment. We know you have a lot of choices in entertainment, and we thank you for choosing Chris Abalo's podcast experiment. That was smooth. It, I mean, yeah. except for that one little moment where I was just sort of, <laughs> yeah, where, where you know my <laughs> my mouth can't keep up with my brain. You stuck the happens a lot. So that's all, I did. That's all that, that was yeah. I mean, I could just do a take two, but impressive. why bother? This, yeah. this show's just the, the realist. Exactly. And Father's Day is upon us. So I am surrounded by motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the secret stash silver fox, Mike Zapsik. Wow. Zap. And Ryan Taggart. Guys, Sorry, you don't get a, a title as yeah, elaborate as that. Sorry. You don't get a title for me. The brown I weasel. I don't understand. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> fucking horrible. The brown weasel. All right. Yeah. I mean, All right. Well, and no if, if nothing else, it's merchandise. <laughs> nothing else. It's it's another T-shirt for, for the shop. The brown weasel. It's like, <laughs> are you wearing one of your own shirts? Yeah, yes. It's yes. a brown yeah. weasel. Wearing a shirt with face on Yeah. But your face is the O in brown. Right. Yeah. That's got to be how it is. I'll take it. I like it. Can we do it? I mean, I think we have to now before this goes out. You'd have to be an anthropomorphic weasel, though. Why? Hold on that. Why not? Yeah. In, in the O, you'd have to do it. We can have the floppy oh, ears. Yeah, like, can we just yeah. have a tail put on him? Because he's kind of fuzzy anyway. All right. That's pretty fuzzy. Uh, I'm, yeah, that's like, we'll just have a, a, a vestigial tail put on there somewhere. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Uh, at the, right at the base of your now. spine. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Oh, and that's right. Uh, on the board. Working the knobs and the various bits and pieces. Please welcome back. Our doing a drum roll. He doesn't, he doesn't have a mic and he has strep throat, so he's going to yell hello at everybody and, and infect us. It's Connor, who made hello, his debut Connor. in Cape Two Twenty Four, who's back for more torture, I guess, uh, involuntarily. I mean, I hope he's on the clock, but that's up to Ming Chen. Yeah. So uh, who knows? Let's you just let, you for this, right? Uh, <laughs> well, I like, TBD. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking well, shit off the wall. I mean, yeah, something right, that Captain America shield's coming with me, <laughs> and I will hold it. Yeah. Ming, until, you got my you got my pay. Yeah. Clang clang clang. Until I get that cash uh. app notification. Otherwise, I'm keeping some of this shit. Keep Speaking some. of which, oh my God, may I just say one thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Say all I the things. I saw your clip yes. last week, and I was I I love you guys. I, we I mean, love you too. I, I do. I love you. Guys. Listen, I love being on uh, Cape. It's so much fun. It all, it's always like the highlight of my week. Aww. Um, when you know, that's how low the bar is. Everybody, yeah, you gotta <laughs> step over that bar, folks. Um, but I saw the clip where you were talking about um, DoorDash and yes. Uber Eats. Yes, and tipping and, and all that good tipping. stuff. Tipping, and I'm like, yes. Which was a landmine yeah. that we stepped <laughs> Which on. Which I found out about, and I'm like, nest. holy <laughs> shit. There are people who are arguing about tipping. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It is, we're in that culture that is so arrogant, and we are so 
entitled. Privileged and entitled. And spoiled. Yeah. Everyone's a spoiled yeah, brat. Spoiled, spoiled entitled brat. But they're, they're acting like tipping culture in the U.S. is new. It's not new. No. no. It's been going on since. <laughs> Your whole life. Yeah. It's been like Indentured servitude, for fuck's sake, yeah. on the Mayflower. Coming over here. I mean, there were people that needed to be tipped. Yeah. So, yeah. Right or wrong, that's the way this is. In the exactly. US. It's not exactly. going to change. That is, that's my thing. It's a tacit agreement we have in this of society. Course, yeah. And if you, you want to change it, let's fucking change it. I'm, I'm all for that. That means everyone's got to be involved. But, in. yeah. But it's that's, not going to happen. Everyone getting into lockstep and doing the yeah. same fucking thing. Yeah. And there no. are shitbags out there who don't tip. Mm. Right. And those people drive me out of my fucking mind because I was in the service industry mm-hmm. for years. I was in the back. I was back in the house. We mm-hmm. never got tipped. Right. We didn't get um, we didn't get paid very well either, but at least we, we had bragging rights. Right. Uh, and we also, you know, used to steal sides of beef, so fuck you. Um, we were kind of Statue of limitations has expired. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's yeah. all right. And yeah. even if it hasn't, fuck you, come get me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to not tip a driver, you know, Someone you were telling me about, uh, like going up to McDonald's. If even if you were going up to McDonald's and people are like, oh, so what? Leave him a buck for, you know, tapping my shit into a thing with pictures. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, because they're not just tapping shit right onto an Which iPad. Is the point. Yes, it is. The whole they're yeah. doing we much more. About. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my very first job as a 15 year old, you know, got my working papers. I worked at a Dairy Queen. My boss would not let tipping happen. Mm. No. And we made minimum wage. And I made minimum wage for like three years, three or four years. And that's a minimum wage was highly minimal. Yes. It was like yeah. $3.15. Right. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think it was about four sixty-five. dollars I, I didn't 15. complain because it taught me – it gave me my work ethic. And I have, I have a highly attuned work ethic. If there's time to lean, there's time to clean. I didn't hear that until I got to. Yeah, I know. You know, you know, you know we, there's a certain boss we had yeah. that used to say that all the time, but he was the least effective person. He actually said, I, I said in the middle, for, forgive me for interrupting. No, go ahead. But that's like a, that, that's like a PTSD moment for me because gotcha. we had a manager who would say that and he, and uh, all the time. And then in, in some meeting, he, <laughs> because I didn't give a fuck. Uh, and it hasn't, I haven't outgrown that yet, but he, he was talking about you have time to lean, you have time to clean, blah, blah, and says something else. And then another time he said, like, I don't work hard. I work smart. And I was like, well, you were half right. And <laughs> there you go. And, and got a big the, laugh. And, he didn't and, appreciate and it. And a big old pink slip. fuck him. Yeah, exactly. And where is I, he now? I quit that job. He's, he probably, well, in at, at that particular company, he fail upwards. So I'm sure he's running a store by now. Oh, I'm sure. That, but, no you doubt. know, I, I voluntarily left that job. So doubt. fuck him. Of course. <laughs> well, anyway, continue. Um, it, we didn't get tipped, but. It would have been nice, you know, for somebody to be, hey, here you go. Thanks. Right. So I, I, I know about you You don't just do one thing when right. you're working a like a minimum wage. Of course. Low paying. And let's let's be completely transparent here. It's, it's kind of a, a soul-crushing, demeaning job. Right. You know, when you're at a McDonald's, you're not getting the best of the best coming in going, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Mm. No, you don't. You get no. the fucking dregs who are like, what can I get for two buttons, a shoelace, and a quarter? <laughs> yeah. You know, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> that's, what you, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And, you know. And those same people have access to the delivery apps. Yeah, and those, <laughs> exactly. And those people, they drive me bug nuts. And yeah. the people are like, well, I shouldn't have to tip. Well, you shouldn't have to fucking eat either. Right. And you shouldn't have options like DoorDash or Uber right. Eats or anything. And if you go out of your way to be a douchebag to somebody whose livelihood depends on 
mm-hmm. tips. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking scumbag. Right? Yeah. Pardon yeah. my French. You're a fucking scumbag. No pardons necessary. So, but that's the and, thing. And come at me if you want. I don't really give a shit because, <laughs> you know, zero fucks. Mm-hmm. All right. I have as many fucks as this man right here. Which is and zero. Exactly. That's right. I'm, I'm less than. That's why I'm we're simpatico. Brett Easton Ellis. Right. Fucking less than zero, motherfuckers. So, and, the, and the whole point of it wasn't even tipping or not tipping. The, how this started was like I've been seeing, you know, memes coming up mm-hmm. on the internet where people are just bragging about. Or just it's a it's a thing on TikTok yeah, and Instagram, not, and all the not socials. Tipping the person yeah. who flips the iPad around. Like, like if you boasting. think I'm tipping the person who flips the iPad around, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like tip or don't tip. Like fine, I'm, I'm going to judge you either way. Um, but don't brag about it. Yeah. You're not going to tip. Mm-hmm. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do it, fine. You're still an asshole. Yeah. But keep it to yourself. You don't need to be bragging about it. Like, it makes like it's a badge of honor. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like some kind it's of badge of honor. It's it not. It or cool. it's it's the, like, reverse virtue signal. Right. Yes. It's like, fuck yes. you. Yeah. You're, you're just telling me how horrible a human being you are. Right. And, and that was I, that was really the point. And then our, our conversation evolved into, you know, people not tipping DoorDash drivers at all. Right. But the point of it really was just don't brag about not tipping. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. You're, well, I mean, I, dip, I said if you don't but, tip service workers, you are an asshole. Yes, the option I, is and there. I agree with that because too, it takes but, a certain amount of assholiness to yeah. actually go in and manually type in and zero, manually zero, type in zero, zero for yeah. a tip for a delivery app. Right. Because there isn't a no their tip own option. Car and their own gas and their own time. Exactly. To bring food to you. And the the, def- and the the majority of the arguments were, aside from the insane entitlement and smug sense of superiority, was, well, they can get another job then. Yeah, oh, that good, does excuse then. you being a cheap bastard, though. Right. Like, that's the funny part. And when and, all, the, all these people leave these service jobs and mm-hmm. you don't have anyone to bring you food or make you food, exactly. what are you going to do? That's, are you going to complain about that, That's too? still the case by me in, in North Jersey. A you lot are. of restaurants that have, that have less, they're not open as long because they're short on staff. Right. And it's like, well, I mean, it's, that was a problem. I think it was last year with wasn't like with restaurant workers, yep. where yeah. there was a big thing online Even about. Worse, there was Seven Elevens that were open literally from seven to eleven. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like there still shit. is one in, in yeah. my neighborhood. Of course there is, <laughs> that because they can't find somebody. Yeah, because yeah. they they don't want to fucking work. Well, and that's the idea. Like, oh, well, they go get another job. First of all, nobody's doing this as a career. Nobody's doing this full time. It's like I'm getting another job. Like, okay, but people also aren't, in, and people like, well, they're not enslaved by DoorDash. It's like. Yeah, but that's not the point. They're doing it because they have to do it. They're trying to earn some money. It's like, a side aren't... gig. It's exactly. Side like people are doing it for yeah. for extra money. But if it's not worth it, they're going to stop doing it, which means that's why I less... stopped doing it. Yeah, <laughs> like same. It's like less drivers. Great delivery fees are going to go up, or you got to get off your fat ass and pick up your food yourself. Right. So who loses this equation? You do because you want to be the cheap bastard. So yeah, yeah. So it, uh, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Listen, put all the hate filled comments you want on all the video posts Please because do. I definitely Please don't want do. my views and engagement going up. No. No. Please don't. Don't leave <laughs> negative comments. Oh, yeah. No. And you should call up your friends and tell them that I said that they're assholes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> tell them. Because that's fine. At Michael Zapsek on Twitter and Instagram yeah, said, seriously. I'm an asshole. Said I'm a cheap bastard. Yeah. Because that's it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. We, it's we, we didn't expect how much that we was going to We didn't up. know what a firestorm this was going to be. We just thought, like, I'm going to put this out there and who it, knows. But 40 something thousand views later, <laughs> you're like, all in is what? like. What? Yes, sir. Go ahead. So, Yes. Um, so let's say the total was like, um, you know, five seventy six. In the tip thing, some old people would go like uh, twenty four cents. Like they'd write out point two four. Right. Do you think that's worse than getting nothing at all? Yes. <laughs> I think so. I'm just. I just want to round up to the next dollar. Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> like, don't spend it all in one place, kid. 
but but yeah. when, it, when it's just old people doing it, there's I guess there's a certain cuteness to it. There's an innocence to it where there's mm-hmm. like. This is just the way they are. No, old people are fucking assholes, too. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> As a matter of fact, right, so sometimes they're not. Never they're mind, then. Not Forget it. I don't know. Forget it's, I said anything. If, yeah. if they're being cute about it, maybe they could give you a cash tip, too. Yeah. That'd be nice. Like, look you at know? this cute old man who just flipped me a quarter. You know yeah, what I exactly. do? Yeah, exactly. Like, it thinks it's time, still worth something. Like, I'd be insulted. Exactly. Like, that was cute, you know? What I do, at, if I possibly can, <laughs> yes. is I'll pay for our, you know, whatever we, you know, get. Mm-hmm. And not leave a tip on my card. Yeah. I'll put on table. I'll write on table and then circle mm. the whole thing. Right, right, right. And then leave 20, 25%. Go, I do 25% pretty much across the board. My wife. Um, Same. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, her father was horrible, though. Her father was. Her, I, I insulted him one time because I got up. And uh, I'm like, oh, I left something back. I left my sunglasses on the thing because I saw... The tip he left. I tried to pay. He wouldn't let me pay. Mm. I saw the tip he left. It was like, oh, fuck. So I went over and I put like $20 down. Mm. And he saw me. And he's like, I saw what you did. And I said, and? And? What are you going to do, old yeah. man? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey. You want to square you. up, old man? <laughs> yeah, hey, like, come on, old man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can take you. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I get my ass whipped by an 85-year-old. Yeah. Um, I've had my ass kicked by worse. But, yeah, right. Uh, 85-year-old woman. Oh, that would have been awesome. So, yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, how's that happen? <laughs> hit, I like to exercise up, my fifth amendment, up, right? Hitch up your britches. Uh, but no, it's and he was pissed off at me for like the, the next well, I don't know, 30 like, years. Th- yeah, pretty much. Until <laughs> <laughs> he died. Um, but he uh, left I, me nothing. <laughs> so. I, I explained to my wife that that's I, I worked in the industry and you can't do that. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's the that's our thought was it, these are people who've never had to do it. Mm-hmm. And so in their mind, they're like, which is so funny because like there are people who would like bartenders like these people should get a real job. I used to be a bartender, a job where a lot of money is based on tips. And you're talking about like, hey, these fucking people are, you know, <laughs> they don't deserve a tip. It's like you you worked for t- like, how does this not right. resonate right. with All you? Day day. That's what like, I'm have saying. You, have you been in a position like this ever? No, like not when you were a kid. I mean, come no, on. Don't no. And that's, that's exactly it. Where you were a kid and you're like, oh, man, I'm making shit money. Like, mm-hmm. I wish someone would help me out. No, it's bit. your station in life. It's not like people are yeah. bouncing back from a pandemic or anything like that. It has yeah. nothing to yeah. do with, you know, no, no. The, the world turned upside down for a lot of people. That's it has nothing to do with thing. that. Like, and you can't think back to when you were there yourself in no. a position like that and say, oh, maybe I'll, I'll flip this kid a couple of dollars. Right. You know, like, come on. Exactly. It's not going to break your bank and you know it. No. And if it does break yeah. your bank, you shouldn't be fucking going out to right. eat at all. Yeah, you should be clipping coupons right. and going to the supermarket. Exactly. And eating cat food like yeah. a, a fucking Peanut butter and jelly piece sandwich. of shit yeah. that you are. On Wonder Bread. Exactly. And that's yeah. it. If that. Uh, yeah. Well, so, speaking of fatherhood. Speaking of giving your kids, you know, tuna yes. surprise. <laughs> yeah. Tuna surprise. Yeah. There's tuna in this cat food. Yeah. Pretty Counts. Much. Right? It's protein, kids. Eat up. Uh, so, you two both have two children. Yes. Uh, I have none. Connor, you got any kids? I got a family in Barbados, but I keep that on the DL. All right, I'm going to edit that out. Okay. So, <laughs> they, work, they work for tips, right? Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only tips. They're barbacks in Barbados. <laughs> yeah. Just to make it a alliteration. Wow. You're I welcome. Like that. They don't like get it. paid. That's right. Only tips. See, I'm a writer. Anyway, uh, yeah, only tips. <laughs> That's it. Just yeah. the tips. And seashells. <laughs> um, anyway, so. 
I don't know how much I'm going to have to bring to the conversation because I, I don't have kids other than generic like, boy, being a dad must be really rough. And I frankly don't want to do that because it'd be silly. I'm sure you guys have questions for each other. I know you have a shitload of questions you've been sitting on for like two years since the last time we did an episode <laughs> talking about fatherhood. And now that you have two children. Yeah. So yeah, fire away. Please take it. I will absolutely let you take the lead if you want. So Mike, I know you have some yes, stuff. sir. Your kids are in college at this uh, point? I have. Out of college? Actually, uh, my youngest is graduating from high school this year, he's okay. going to be going to Brookdale. Okay. And nice. Brookdale, woo! I went there. Brookdale represent. <laughs> Brookdale's great. So yeah. did I. Yeah. Um, and my other son is going the um, the journeyman track. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, he listened to Mike Rowe, and yep. he's mm. just been accepted into the uh, United Union of Electrical Brotherhood. So he's going to be good. an electrician. Nice. So, yeah. Good. That's awesome. And did they act like teenagers before they were teenagers? Let's say when they were four, five, somewhere in that area. Are you asking? Are you asking? Did I have problem children? Did you? Well, because yeah. no, I, I, I mean, have, my redundant. daughter is about to turn five this okay. summer, and she is like a fucking sixteen-year-old already with the way she talks. And oh, don't tip talking. him, Daddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Daddy, he doesn't deserve and money. Like, the attitude and all that. And I'm like, she's a teenager already. I can't. I'm dreading her actually being a teenager. Yeah. Ten um, years in advance. So he's was, dreading this, it. was this the same for you? Were, no. Were there attitude problems early on? <laughs> I, had, I had I have two boys. Okay. So yes. I they did not they never gave me a day's worth of headache. Mm-hmm. Um after they had turned 10, before 10, a little bit. Uh, my youngest, Daniel. Daniel, great kid. Uh, when he was very young, he's he's hard-headed, he's stubborn, and he wants what he wants when he wants it. Mm-hmm. And I get that because he gets that from me, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, I know, exactly. I'm glad but I'm sitting down. The room is that's spinning. My, my, that's my daughter, Brielle. Right um, she wants what she wants when she wants it, and she won't take no for an answer. Yeah, Daniel had to learn. <laughs> Daniel got his nose skinned a couple of times because mm-hmm. I stepped back. Mm-hmm. I, as a father, I wanted to make sure that my nothing ever harmed my children ever. Right. You know. Um, but you got to take a step back right. and let them fall on their asses. Yep. You do. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah. But you do. But yeah, yeah and you and you learn that as you go. Yeah. I mean, Daniel um, didn't. He hated homework. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his writing, he has poor motor skills with his hands, mm-hmm. so his writing is atrocious. Mm-hmm. But he comes by it uh, honestly. His mother's handwriting is atrocious. As well. <laughs> she's, got, she's got horrible handwriting. She's not watching. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. No, no. <laughs> She'll probably see she that. You'll this, probably yeah. clip that. You're like, hey, show this to your wife. Yeah, happy um, belated Mother's Day, Jill. <laughs> there you go. Love. Um, <laughs> Sorry, honey. But <laughs> also we, not sorry. I had to say it. <laughs> we told him that you can break the rules the minute that you know the rules and you follow the rules. The minute you follow the rules and you know the rules inside and outside, you can break them. Mm-hmm. But until that time, you can't. Mm. And that's interesting. Um, he tried to. Uh, he kept running, and it's really weird because he's. The kind of kid who marches to the beat of his own drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, fashion sense is um, like psychotic. He's <laughs> one minute he's like all decked out in black, like 
Johnny Cash over here. Uh-huh. And another time. Those with taste or without. Yeah. Completely lacking taste. And, <laughs> and color. Yeah, one day is that, and the next day he's wearing a Serapi. And, uh, you know. And culturally appropriating all over the place. It, basically. No, there's no. Hey, the man with no name was not culturally appropriating, yeah. so. Well, maybe. It was a different time. No, that's, it wasn't. It was spaghetti defense. westerns, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> that wasn't appropriation. <laughs> That was an appropriate yes. steal, God damn it. It was appropriate. Italians appropriating, Mexicans appropriating, American mythic yes. figures. Uh, it was messy. It, it gets um, messy. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't even bit. worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. worry about it. When when you, when you know the rules and you follow the rules, then you can break the rules. That's right. Only after. Yeah. After. Okay. And actually, my wife. Never heard that. My wife told him that, but my father told me as a young kid because I also was like, fuck, that. I don't want to do this. Like, you, no. You, no, exactly. You? I know me. No, no, not you. Um, <laughs> but that was that was the game plan, and it's just like, and we had to watch him like walk into a wall a bunch of times, and he right. he butted heads with teachers, teachers who genuinely liked him, who genuinely loved having him in class, and it was insane. Right. And he's like, ah, this is driving me nuts, and we're like, you'll get yeah. it, buddy. You'll get it. And he came to that con- came to the conclusion that. Oh crap! The the rules are here. Everybody's following them. Why don't I? For a little while, right? At least, and, you and he did. Out. Yeah, you have to go through it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, listen, and you have you to have do people this. People in your corner, like obviously these teachers, even if you frustrate them, like they care about you and they want to see you succeed. Exactly, yeah. so which is a rarity in itself. You. Yeah, which is really when you funny. Have teachers like that. Yeah, exactly. But when he was in, uh, f- was it fourth or fifth grade? We were displaced by Sandy. Mm. Right. Mm. This is. I remember this. Oh my God! Like it was yesterday. We were in Keensburg because mm. uh, we had to move out of Long Branch while well, they bulldozed my house, and we, mm. we had to move into Keensburg. Oh, I don't recommend it. Mm. The only place we could uh, find that would let us bring all our animals. Mm. I wasn't gonna split up my family right. again. No. Mm. And um, he wanted to take algebra, but he couldn't because. He had to learn a new discipline. He had to learn a, uh, what was it, pre-calc? He had to do pre-calc. And he had to learn an entire entire discipline that had nothing to do with algebra before he could go and take algebra. That was like a prerequisite. Yeah. Okay, got it. So he's like, well, I'll just teach myself. So he did. This taught himself pre-calc. Ten years old. Nine years old, nine or ten years old, taught himself pre-calculus. He would go into Jesus. Better him than me. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> well, I took I took that in high school and I retained yeah. none of it. He he I by force that I, I took still it. Didn't know it. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. He he taught himself. Wow. I would I drove him, and they would uh, open up. They had tutoring sessions at seven o'clock, and they said if you by mid by mid year if you can, you know if you can pass a test. We'll let you go and do algebra for the rest of the year. Hmm. So he did. He six months. I drove him in the morning. At I'd get there by six forty-five. They'd open up the school for like their uh, tutoring sessions. He was there, and holy crap! I was like, oh my god, this kid is amazing. Hmm. So you're gonna find out that. The pushback that you're getting from your daughter is probably you're, you're thinking she's like a teenager. No, she's yeah. just trying to find what she's good at. Right. And I, um, interestingly enough, I, um, you know, in therapy, I'm talking to like 
my therapist about this adversarial relationship that my daughter and I have sometimes because she's stubborn like I am mm-hmm. and we fight a lot and she <laughs> uh, she gets it from me. I know she does. Like the, the stubbornness and the hard-headedness and I want what I want when I want it too. Like I'm she's just like me mm-hmm. and I can't stand that. <laughs> I don't want her to, I don't want her kidding. to be like me in that way, you know? Like it, <laughs> Not it when hurts. I have to deal so with it. Like, I don't, I don't. Want her to turn out like this. <laughs> and um on the therapist couch you know, they talk about her daughter. That, you know, until a, a child is 7 years old. They're, the way their brain is formed, they don't realize that the world doesn't revolve around them. Mm-hmm. And then at that age, this has been studied psychologically, I guess, that's when they start to realize that not everything revolves around them. So she's not there yet. She's, you know, she's four years old, and she thinks that everything revolves around her. Of and, course. Um, so that was interesting. I didn't know there was a certain age where... That, yeah, I, I didn't know either, I guess. It's like, hey, I guess not everything's about me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Now, how has she responded to having a sibling? Because that's still, that's six months she's, now. She's She's been mostly great about okay. it. She's been mostly great. She loves them. She always wants to play with them. Does always. she understand, like, the, the big sister, younger oh, brother? Yeah. Does she understand? Like, yeah, absolutely. As, okay. she, she understands okay. that. She's she's very smart in that way. She's a little rough with him, um, you know, because she's a four-year-old. Punching him like a football, yeah, like she, that kind of know, thing. She keeps getting him sick. She's in preschool, so she brings home oh, well, she all the Well, she gets germs. everybody sick. I mean, yeah, that's, he's been sick that's for, like, the last the month because of, uh, uh, of this. You know, she breathes in his face and... Wants to touch him and kiss him and play with him <laughs> and, and bounce him like a basketball. And how do you how do you yeah, tell exactly. a four year old like you have to stay away from your brother for two weeks because you're sick? Like mm-hmm. no. it, it doesn't fly, you no. know. So that's that's been fun. Um, but uh, she's she's great with him. She okay. She always wants to see him. She wants to be with him. She wants him to sit next to her when she's on the couch. Like, oh yeah, it's it's adorable. It's adorable. But you know she's stubborn and she, you know, when he's cranky and needs to be picked up, she's like, no, leave him here. And I'm like, no. He doesn't want to be sitting there like falling over on the couch. And yeah, exactly. He's you know, he wants to be picked up and held, right? Like now. a bowling pin, just right? Yeah, falling on the couch. He's almost at the point where he can sit up by himself, but he's not quite there. Yeah. So he'll it'll be a couple of seconds, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Funk!" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you can't catch him. In which time which sounds hilarious to right. me, but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, that's it. He's, he's, he's also not there, mine, but not quite. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. He's he falls. And over then they they start to like, they're like, "Pick me up, God damn it!" Right. That's yeah. what it translates to. Because mm-hmm. you're like, you start to get that, that shorthand in your head. Well, yeah. pick me up. It's like, motherfucker. Right? Yeah. Uh, all right. And he's he's mostly cool. I mean, our, my son Shane, he's uh, five months now. Um, I guess by the time this goes out. He's about six months. Six-ish, yeah. And um, he's he's uh, happy as a clam most of the time. He's always yeah. smiling, always giggling. Black belt? Yeah. Uh, not yet. All right. No. Good enough. Soon. He kicks his legs a lot. So I mean, that's coming. Oh, he's at least um, a swimmer. Yeah, he's, he'll be a swimmer and a soccer player. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. Um, Tour de France. Tour de France, yeah, no, with, without the dope. You know, yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> and, uh, no guarantees. Don't limit him, man. Come yeah, on. Uh, okay, performance-enhancing drugs. Okay. Listen, don't, just we'll don't see say what it on like. mic, all right? We'll, we'll see what they're like in, in It's not years. illegal unless it gets caught. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, don't libel the kid. But it's, uh, you know, when, when Jen was pregnant with, with Shane, a lot of people told me separately and completely unsolicited that <laughs> the jump from one kid to two is so much harder than going from zero to one. Oh yeah, and they're absolutely yeah. fucking right. Oh my god, yes. So, okay. Like I, I had three or four separate people like along that way tell me, like unsolicited. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't say mm-hmm. anything. And they're like, oh man. They're like, listen, I've, <laughs> I've seen wait. this yeah. movie. <laughs> like going from one to two is so hard, and it, it is so hard. Yeah. It's it's very difficult. Because um, Mitch was two, almost three years old when Daniel was born. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, the really one of the joys that you're gonna find is. Watching them grow up, mm. and they're going to be coming from the same moral stock. Yeah, 
but they're going to be two different people. And yeah. it's so cool because mm. Mitch is very, um, my oldest Mitch, mm-hmm. is very uh, contemplative. He's very zen. I have a picture in my phone of him on top of a swing set at like age nine, and he's like in the lotus position. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I'm like, that's cool. On his own? Yeah. Yeah. And then my he he was reading like the Maharishi at nine, whereas yeah. the whereas his brother was reading algebra, well, <laughs> teaching himself algebra. <laughs> well, Daniel goes up was he would run. Mm-hmm. I have this horrible story. So um, he was little less than no, he's two years old, mm-hmm. um, just about ready to be diaper trained. He's got a full diaper. I'm gonna go and um, change him, and he gets up and he starts running. No, no. And I was like, nah. No, no. And I'm like, no, no. And he slipped on a book, one of those thick poo books, and <laughs> slipped and fell right on top of it and gashed his eye. Oh. And blood everywhere. Yep. So I grab him and he's screaming. And he's still got a full, a diaper. full diaper. Yeah, so both <laughs> ends are <laughs> need attention. All right. So I uh, put the pressure on, change his diaper, take him to Mammoth Medical. Mm. And we're out there, and he's screaming like a lunatic, like a banshee. And I'm like, buddy, you know, it's going to be fine. We're going to be good. Mm. And he came really close. It was, like, right here. Mm. So yeah, it's, like, close. within milli- millimeters of, like, blinding himself. Oof. So they have to give him stitches. And they put him into the papoose. Uh-huh. And I'm holding him like this. And I'm like, buddy, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah. And the nurse comes and just like, and it's a new nurse. Mm. She's, she, you can tell she's, like, brand new. And um, she's like, sir, why are you holding him like that? I'm like, because he'll freak out and and fuck you all up <laughs> if, <laughs> if I don't. So she's like, no, don't do that. And um, I'm like, your funeral. <laughs> so I, I let him go, and I'm like, buddy, just be still. Be still. We're good. And she comes over, and she she's like, I'm so sorry, little man. And she, like, wipes the thing with. Um, alcohol. Mm. He's like, ah, and punches her. <laughs> and you're and like, I'm, told you. And I'm like, what? I, yeah, exactly. I hate to say I told well, you so, yeah. but. I mean, it's it's not funny. I fucking it told is. you so. No, yeah. it is. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, why didn't you listen to me? You should have let me hold him like that. Yeah. So they yeah, what, is, what does that even mean? Like, what's like that? Like, yeah, what, what's the wrong way <laughs> to hold you're him? Comforting well, when you're comforting, comforting him. him but, no, but I was yeah. like holding him like this. Like I was, bear hugging him? Oh, yeah, I was bear hugging him. Um, and they put there's like this little papoose that they put on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have like problem children that they put papoose. Like a straight, straight <laughs> like, jacket. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. baby's <laughs> first Hannibal Lecter jacket. Right. Yeah. So uh, he's in it, and uh, they start stitching him up, and he's like, ah, and he's you can hear the Velcro ripping. It's like, it's, oh man, <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Exactly. <laughs> and Mike's one, read a lot of comic books by this point. Yeah. The nurse <laughs> is like looking at me like this, and I'm like, so faster. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? So yeah. fast. Do it, do it, do it. Because she's like, she's terrified. Because mm-hmm. she's, he's like, ah, and mm-hmm. I'm like, so, I'm like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Mm. And I was, I'm like, buddy, you, you pulled through like a trooper. Mm. I said, um, we're gonna work on your social skills a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, you know, he listen, took it's like, not okay to punch nurses. Okay, no, yeah, no, we, we don't even if, even when they are trying to help. Yeah. I'm, my God, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Nurse, nurse Cratchit. And, we were and were you were you by yourself Ratchet. when that happened? Like when the accident happened? No, no. Right there with my you? wife was yeah, there. Yeah, she was there. Okay. Because yeah. that's, that's like, scary, too. Like if you're alone when 
So once, uh, you know, Brielle, uh, she slipped on some water that was on the kitchen floor next to one of the dog bowls, and I was home alone with mm. her. Mm. Jen was at work, and she face plants on the kitchen floor. Oof. Blood pooling in her mouth, dripping down onto her shirt, onto the floor, and I mm. lost it. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Did she knock out a tooth? Mm. Did she bite through her tongue? Like, I don't know what happened. She's mm. screaming. There's blood everywhere. And I, I called my wife, and she's like, I don't know. What, what do you want me to do? Yeah, what do you want me to do? I'm like, at work. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I like, broke the kid. You know, I, yeah, me. I broke her. Like, she fell on her face, and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> Warranties like, oh went God. out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Who do I call and, about this? You know, eventually, it, it just kind of stopped bleeding. We didn't have to take her anywhere. Okay. She just kind of mm. bit her lip a little bit. but uh, yeah, okay. A lot of bit. But yeah, I know. Well, it was like way. it was scary. Like I, this is the first time something like this has happened to me, and I'm here alone with her, and I'm like, of I course. have no idea what I'm fucking doing. Gotcha. <laughs> any any head wound is gonna bleed a lot. Yeah, mm. like the mouth, around the eyes, yeah. any place. Like scalp scalp lacerations are bad, but yeah. they're it, they look much worse than they usually are, mm-hmm. unless unless there's like an arrow sticking like right like <laughs> all the way You're through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, or hopefully they're yeah. okay. You, you're definitely okay because you're like arrow ain't through my head. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. No arrow. Like, okay, yeah. so, but um, it's that. yeah, it's it's all a matter of just, um, it's just meeting the challenges as they come up. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. I mean, yes, it is a quantum leap between one child and two. Yeah, but the really cool thing is that they're gonna start backstopping each other, mm-hmm. and you're gonna see how awesome it is to have like. Oh, he's got a he's got a big sister. Yeah, mm. so. right. And initially, like I wanted it the other way around. I wanted to have the son first, and then you know have a little sister that he could protect. Like mm-hmm. I'm old fashioned like that. But yeah. then, and you are the big brother too, right? So that's <clears throat> yeah. I'm the oldest of three boys, there. and um, you know there was there's that protective thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I want I want to have the son who's going to kick the ass of the guys that come around and make You're sure his little gonna. sister is protected. Yeah. But you know, I have it the other way around now, where she's the big sister and she's going to protect him. But he's um, going to end up protecting her too. Yeah. So I mean, they'll have each other's backs. Gap? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So about four years. So when she's when she's like 16 and starts dating, he's going to be 12. Mm. Yeah. He's going to be a fucking creative monster. <laughs> uh, he he's going to be a prepubescent well, monster. Yes. Yeah. So there's that. So that's a good thing. And yeah. as long as they're on good terms, yeah. he will fuck up anyone who even touches her heart, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. This is true. And that's this is true. Yeah. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Oh, that's comforting. comforting, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is I mean, it? This is wild, you know, yeah. going through this and, uh, for the first time. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. what is it you guys wish you knew before? I mean, that was like a positive thing, but let's say like a warning, <laughs> something you could put out. What is something you wish you'd known before having kids that you had to essentially find out the hard way? Aside from like any head wound is is going to be bad. Oh, I had, which I had five older brothers who and four of which have children. So mm. I knew I watched. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah. you were. And I was you also had reference points. I was the youngest. I was the baby of the family, so mm-hmm. I got taken care of. I was the one who was the little brother who, you know, anybody picked on me. I had, had brothers four other people. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. you had a half a half a football team to yeah. go after. <laughs> and uh, and I had I had like a mo- the one thing that uh, do you have a dog? We have two dogs. Excellent. Yeah. I was going to say two animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get them attuned to animals. That yeah. is one of the most important things. We didn't get a dog until Daniel was three. Okay. And um, she just passed away. 
Mm -hmm. Cassie was a great dog, like the world's best dog. And if your dog isn't the world's best dog, you got you got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, one of them is pretty great. The other's kind of an asshole and he's kind of stupid. Oh, I got we two. we love him anyway. But, of course, I got two know. assholes now. The ones yeah. that, you know, I got, they're both all three of them were rescues. Yeah. But uh, I've got Doc who's uh, almost 100% Jack Russell mm-hmm. and he's just a jumping asshole. Yeah. Um, and then then I've got Piper who was part of a hoarding situation. So mm. she was more of a rat than a dog. Yeah. She's part chihuahua. <laughs> And she looks like, um, what the fuck does she look like? She looks like a cross between, if, if Baby Yoda fucked. Larry David. No. <laughs> Possibly. Where'd that yeah. come from? Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Chihuahua. I mean, is there a straight line between Larry David no, and a Chihuahua? No, I mean, no, no, it's, not in a bad way. It's not far off. No, no, how about aesthetically. If, how about if yeah. Baby Yoda fucked Gandhi? <laughs> that's, because she's a brindle. And, I mean, mm. just that's just. Bald and, head. In season but two of Brindles are beautiful. Like their coat is, it's awesome. Yeah, mm. they're they're beautiful dogs. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just like a baby Yoda fucking god. Yeah, it's, it, that's it's just in there, right? I, yeah, <laughs> it's not. You guys have to carry on the conversation. Yeah. I'm gonna show I'm you the very picture stuck after on this. And you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna oh, lose shit, my I shit. Can see that? That's yeah. oh my god. Yeah, like that was wildly and, accurate. Yeah, <laughs> but um, animals are important. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, we had, had the dogs first before we had mm-hmm. even our daughter, so they were there. And then gotcha. she loves them, and he's going to love them too. Uh, so that I'm not, I'm not too worried about. And uh, weirdly enough, our, our dog Dexter, who's who's kind of like the the asshole, and he's pretty stupid. <laughs> there's something about him that he he just loves kids. Like he's very concerned about them. He's very protective of them. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, if we like pick protective. them up or like swing them around or mm-hmm. whatever, he just like starts to whine and he gets very nervous about it. He's got this this protective streak in him that's yeah. really weird considering the rest of his personality. I'm like, where is this coming from? I, right. He acts like he, he's never eaten before. He, gotcha. he <laughs> inhales his food and he barks at everything and he's. He's just kind of dumb, but, but like, he's he, very sweet and protective with the kids. It, gotcha. It's it's really weird. Like if Larry David fucked Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like oh, I've never seen the, the show, but yeah, let's say. Yeah, yeah I mean, my wife watches it. She yeah, she, his it. wife's a big fan. Pieces. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that excellent that works. show. Uh, but what I what I wish I would have known is how to get through the arguing that happens like very early on having a kid who just argues about everything and that I can't help you with because I, I had to just go through it mm-hmm. that's that's all you can do is because logic doesn't work right because um, Daniel would not go to sleep from the time he was like 18 months well when we took him out of the crib which was 18 months or two years I think it was two years two years to four years every night was a battle with him to go to sleep mm-hmm and there were times when he was like stoving in my my ribs because I had to like stay in front of the door so he wouldn't just come out and you know really terrorize. Oh yeah, really. He's like, wow. I'm not going to bed. And he'd come in. And he's like kicking me in the ribs. I'm like, that kind of hurts. <laughs> That's, and I, wow. I tried to soothe him, mm-hmm. and he was he's very. It it he he had to self soothe like yeah. Um, he would rock a lot, mm. and. Um, there were times when, you know, um, it's going to sound really harsh, but I was worried that he was on the spectrum, mm-hmm. that he was either um, yeah. autistic or Aspergery. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just him figuring out who Daniel was. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
and like I said, he marches to the beat of his own drummer. Yeah. Nowadays, it is awesome to behold, you know, because yeah. he's growing up to be this amazing human being, this amazing man, mm-hmm. and I'm I couldn't be prouder. And uh, I mean, he he started doing jujitsu about a year ago, and he's taken it to like competition level. Wow. He is, he's 17 and he's fighting grown men. Mm-hmm. And Damn. he's actually kicking their asses. <laughs> and it's amazing to behold because they have a, a nickname for him. He's No Tap Dan at his, um, his uh, dojo. 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 Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what the technical yeah. term is. I'm just yeah. His, yeah, his his house, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call sure. it. Um, but even. Because <laughs> he never taps out, he'll, never he, will, taps he will keep out. fighting. And uh, I mean, up to the point where he, you know, they they will choke him out, mm-hmm. and he's still fighting. And um, it's they they're like, this is only practice. Don't kill yourself. It's practice. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to tap out every once in a while. Mm. And he says but no. He's like no. He says no. no. This will not fly. Yeah. No. Wow. I have to figure out how to do this, and I have to figure out how to do it well. Yeah. And right now, and, and this is this is mind boggling. Um, he is growing. Because he wanted to learn about biology, he's not growing his own mushrooms. He not not like not, not those peyote, mushroom. not, not those the, mushrooms. no, not those mushrooms. <laughs> he's he's teaching himself how to grow mushrooms, mm-hmm. um, just for the fun of it. Yeah, uh, cordyceps and mitochondria and the, all these. Cordyceps. Cordyceps, like in The Last of Us. Yes, exactly. And that that, shit's real. That doesn't sound good. No, well, don't piss my son off. It was an influential show. Let's put yes, it that yeah. way. No, he was doing this before then, which is weird. It's an influential video game. Um, is it well? He was. He, he decided that he wanted to find out how mushrooms grow, because he's like I said, one one thing led to another. He's doing um, jujitsu, so he started to find out about superfoods and you know what's ah, right, what's right. good for his body yeah. and and is it was it new nootropics is that what it is for the the mental you know a lot of mushrooms that get mm-hmm. into uh, yeah. things for mental you know to mentally boost your brain yeah i think i hope i'm saying the word right i don't know if i am because um, i don't know anything but it's like new new nootropics neurotropics something Neurotro- like that. yeah neuro- is it neuro- neurotropics okay. there you go yeah neurotropics that sounds right and um yeah that, that's there are people who use uh, microdosing mushrooms for mm-hmm. neuro- neurotropics, but he's doing mm-hmm. it for, uh, like, lion's mane. I'm finding yes. out all this shit. Like, lion's mane is almost the most perfect food mm. for you. And um, turns out that human beings, if we didn't start eating mushrooms, we didn't, like, figure out that, hey, we can eat these mushrooms, and they're good for us. And, oh, my God, we can eat meat, and that's good for us. Mm-hmm. Our brains wouldn't have formed the way that they have. Mm-hmm. So, hey, vegetarians, so, so mushrooms. Not a, yeah. vegetarians <laughs> go fuck yourselves. You're wrong. Um, Shit, see, mushrooms are like the one vegetable that I just can't do. Really? I can't. What about the supplement, though? Because they make, I, I've seen a lot of like mushrooms, well, like, like, like lion's mane, like, like even like a, my. Like a pill form where I don't have yeah. to taste it. Yeah. Like something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Or like gummies or um, some such shit. Yeah, I can't. Like my coffee has lion's the, mane in it. The mere thought of them just revolts me. Like they're mm. fungus. Like I can't, right, I can't right. do it. Um, and I've come a long way. Like I used to eat no vegetables. I hated everything. Yeah, you did. You said but, not yeah, eat ve- not I'll, eat vegetables I'll eat, and not drink water. I'll, which yeah, I'll eat almost any vegetable now. Yeah. Mushrooms. It's, it's any wonder he can there. stand upright. Yeah. Um, but damn, I guess I'm gonna have to take uh, 
You know, some sort of mushroom pills, huh? I think so. I'll recommend. <laughs> yeah. Well, about, uh, yeah. yeah. Nature's balance. Nature's yeah, balance. Yeah, there you go. You got a uh, you got a cure egg or something? I'll yeah. Get, like, I'll hook you up with the coffee that I, I drink yeah. every morning. I don't know that it helps me because I'm- You look good. Yeah, how do you feel? Thanks, man. <laughs> I do. Well, you know, because I'm a little, I've been a little nuts with sugar. That's my vibe. And it is for you too. You got a sweet tooth as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, by dropping sugar, I've- I'm down to I've <laughs> I didn't even weigh this little I mean I'm sure at some point in my 20s I did but like literally I weigh less than I have for the entirety of my 30s like I was hovering around like when we met I was hovering around like 195 and I'm below mm. that now yeah um, which you know I'm, I'm a little tired of the skinny guinea kind of look that I've had for the last couple of months so I am trying to tone up but the point was to drop the weight first right and part of that has been like just yeah. working coffee and coffee just everything it's one of those things with to get on a wild tangent uh, mushrooms to coffee but why not it's um. It's one of the things where there's no, the the proof is there for you know the benefits coffee has in your brain, whereas sugar doesn't have any benefits at all. I mean, yeah. it does. It, it is like you know, like one hours of up and then five hours down or some uh-huh. shit like that. Yeah. Like there's more and more evidence to that. So I'm like, ah, uh, okay, what? All right, I just need to make this coffee taste like dessert is what I need to do. So right. and I've gotten better because as I've started eating you know more fruits and not eating as many gummies, I know it's been it was tough yeah. to give up, but you do adapt. And as somebody yeah. who's you know, I've, listen, I've lost weight over the last two and a half years. It has helped in the idea of switching to coffee and actually finding like, oh, this actually works. And this has, um, I remember even making it for my father, bringing these K-cups down uh, when I stayed with them. And him seeing it's just like lion's mane, like coffee fruit. He's like, this coffee tastes like fruit. I don't think I want to try it. I'm like, no, dad, that's also not like little like lion hairs in here either. Yeah, like, no. It's just the name. <laughs> it's not what it <laughs> sounds like. Yeah, it's not like lion's mane. It's just like, what the fuck? Is this fuzzy coffee? Like, what are you bringing me? What kind of hippie? Is this shit you brought back from California? Hippie, hippie shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, no, not the case, but it has this stuff kind of built into it. And I- I'm sure gradually, like with everything else, I'm sure it's going to have its its gradual uh, improved effect mm. on me. But um, yeah, it's something I've been seeing as well, like as far as mushrooms and, and that's, which is why I even brought up like mm. the neurotropic um, yeah. things or whatever it is. I still feel like I'm saying it wrong. I probably am. Neurotropic. Thank you. Um, where I think like, oh, right, that's good, which I'm still at the point where I'm like, well, I want to preserve whatever is here. <laughs> as little right. value as it has, I want to preserve it. Uh, because it's probably not going to grow anymore. Maybe just get some more wrinkles, just like the outside. But otherwise, um, so that it's funny that you mentioned that because yeah, that is something that like I, I've kind of paid more attention to. Which just now, again, that information's out there. So and and you have the ability. It's the uh, what do they? How oh, there actually is an expression for? Is it? Because um, now everything is classified to some degree of privilege, and it, is it like um, it's not time privilege. I forget what it was. But growing up in this era, the information era, where you can find the answer to anything, or like it's been research done, or like medically, you know, like there was a there was a period of time where like people had to have procedures done without anesthesia you know, <laughs> like, stuff like this i forget what the term is but there's something that's being put around as far as you know because everything is the too many things age? are being yeah but too many things are being put in the classification of like you know um what type of privilege it is it's just like well there's american privilege and then there's privilege about you know the 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 time we're growing up in because we have access to this information or these things are being studied like even about like a kid doesn't realize the world doesn't revolve around them until seven well who knew that right <laughs> I didn't, we didn't know that yeah, growing up right. our parents probably didn't know that nope um, you no. probably didn't know that, and you've no. had kids more recently, yeah, or parents, a, a longer time yeah, ago. Our, our parents it wasn't paid attention to. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. the world doesn't revolve around you. You're yeah. like, or you're like, what? You hear the yeah. belt snap? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 that took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, really. Speaking of corporal punishment, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, anyway, no. God, no, I, I, I don't want to interrupt the flow. I just, a little um, bit of a tangent, but I know you have a, a flurry of... Yeah, so <laughs> you uh, stopped over to the house uh, to, to visit. I have. My daughter Brielle loves this guy. Yeah, she's my biggest fan. She because he talks to her, and that's all she wants is someone to just talk to her. Which is the two of them would go for hours. Yes, yeah. 
just and he listens and he talks back to her and it's it's great and she's constantly asking when he's going to come over when are we going to see your friends again constantly <laughs> and i'm like i don't know like uh, i'll yeah. I'll, I'll try <laughs> to get him to come down yeah kid i got shit to do you'll yeah. realize one day when you're older so uh chris witnessed um a, a, a dad joke that came out of me when he was over and it was something that i remember see the neurotropics aren't working you got yeah, to remind me what it is neurotropics yeah, excuse um, me whatever the so yeah. you you witnessed a dad joke and you like called me on a, on it immediately and it's something Probably. that I remember Sounds from like me. my from my childhood. <laughs> um, so my daughter said, "Hey, uh, I don't know." She was saying "Hey" to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey" is for horses. Oh god! And it was something I remember my my childhood friend that lived next door to me. I remember his dad saying that to us whenever we were saying, <laughs> "My dad said hey. it too." <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey" is for horses, and that for some reason that has stuck with me. For 35 years. And you did not know it was in there. And I didn't know it was in there. And then since she's been like able mm-hmm. to speak for mm-hmm. a couple of years now, um, like whenever she says that, when, whenever she has a tone to it, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, it's for horses. Like, knock it off. And he, he was like, oh, my God, what a dad joke. <laughs> he heard it and it just it came out. And it. Yeah, yeah see, I, I, I'm still far enough removed that I'm like, I can look at it and just be like, man, you've taken a turn. Yeah. Right, it's, it's in there and it's not coming out now. I have been known to wear New Balance sneakers because they're fucking comfortable. Uh oh, and the dad jokes are there, you know. So of course, once you get I mean, grilling yeah, season's coming, bod. yeah, you, you got a shed. It. I had a dad bod way before. I had yeah, he was ahead of the curve. Like now, before. it's trendy. Yeah. Ryan so was getting started yeah. on that shit in his twenties. Yeah, it's uh, that's, that's been a work in progress. I'm wearing fucking yeah. Hey Dudes right now, and they're awesome. What yeah. are those? The, these. These I know that, but I don't know that. Oh, hey, dudes! I'm aware of that, but I also not receiving AARP yet. But um, okay, no, and but me neither. neither. But so which, which apparently we can get already. I was told that you don't have, Wait, what? have to be retired. Yeah, <laughs> I There's thought. Don't they send it to you on like your fiftieth birthday? Yeah, I I get stuff from them. Get the fuck out of here! I do. Yeah, and apparently you can sign up for it. You don't have to be yeah. of retirement age anymore. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't keep it's, track it's of the discounts I have now. I know. You get ten percent off of DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> which which you, you can which leaves you money to tip. To t- <laughs> fucking ain't right. That's what I say. <laughs> this is a shit. Yeah, right. Um but anyway. So, you know, when when it comes to, you know, the 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 arguments that I have, I'm stubborn and I don't want her to have the last word and she wants to have the last word. And there's a lot of um you know, hand waving going on and there's a lot of yeah, but <laughs> There's a lot of, well, and she'll, like, put her hand up like this, like she's Vanna White when she's, you know, explaining to me her case. And, you know, she she's very smart, but she says a lot of shit that's just factually wrong. Of course. And All children do. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, because she 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 wants to, to press. She wants to figure, you know, these things out. But even when I tell her something's wrong, she's like, no, no, like, this is. You're wrong. Yeah. You're, yeah. And, I, and I. Look, old man. Saying, like, you're oh, the one who's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just saying, okay, honey, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I don't want her going out into the world and, like, telling people these things that are factually wrong. Of like, course. I want her to be right when she goes out there, you mm. know? Yeah, if you're shoot you your to, mouth off, at least, at least have the high here, ground. But, like, no, like, you are, what you're saying is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. it's factually incorrect. Right. And you need to know that. I know you're only four. And I'm like, am I being too harsh, you know, when, when I do this? Or should I just let her, like, be wrong? You're being, you're being a dad, and you're yeah. going to have to let her get her nose skinned a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you need yeah. to do that. But... Also, yeah, you want her to be, I love them. I want her to have the high ground. You want her to be like the intellectual Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, well, right. yeah, I no. just, I just Rather want her to be the dumb kid yeah. who's always wrong. I just know? want her to not say shit that's just wrong. You know? I don't want I don't you to want be Anakin Skywalker, that yeah. dude fucking 
He was sitting yeah. there wiggling. He had no arms and no legs. Fuck <laughs> him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look how he's probably didn't out. tip. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He probably, he didn't, probably tip. didn't tip. <laughs> now look at him. He's choking motherfuckers across the room. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, he took a turn for the worst. Yeah, so you don't want to be Anakin Skywalker. No. Or do you? You don't want your kids yeah. to turn into Anakin. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, no, I don't. Want you don't want to, to raise to yeah. an Anakin. Or a Luke. I mean, yeah. he's a whiny sack, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a farm boy in, in the desert, no less. What the fuck were they farming in the desert is what I want to know. Moisture. They were farming moisture. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gold mine. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the answers. That's why he's here. As yeah, one of these. It was a moisture farm. He's, he's, very, he's All right. very wise. Yeah. I get, well, I mean, I would expect you to have the answer. You grew oh, up with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. if anyone's going to know, yeah. like Ryan and I are just casual fans of Star Wars. So, gotcha. I mean, that's why we, we don't actually know. Yeah, we don't know. And we're yeah. going to pretend you do. So, Excellent. let's say it was moisture. That's what we know. People out there are like, you know, he's a douchebag about tipping, but he, yeah, knows, it's like about sp- yeah, but he people, knows about moisture farms. Yeah. <laughs> people in the comments are going to be on fire over that. Yeah, They're like, how dare you? Say how that. dare you? How dare you look down your nose on moisture farmers, yeah. you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> moisture farmers don't get tipped. They yes. have a real job. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's the hill I'm going to die on, folks. That's... <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, it's funny. Um, when you have like these moments where you're you're frustrated, but then like the next second your kid, you know, looks at you and they're like, "I love you, Daddy," and I'm like, "See, that's Fuck. one of the like, things." You can't stay mad, and you know, and then she cracks a joke, and I'm like, I just I forget like how much she pissed me off three minutes ago, and you know, she says stuff to me like she'll be walking out the door to go to school or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or wherever she's going, and I'll be like, you know, I love you, like, you know, have a good day, like, be good, and she'll look at me, and she goes, "You be good." Like, just like that with that tone. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Right. But like, like, it makes me laugh so much. And yeah. I'm like, and you're like, this sassy little attitude that she has. But yeah. you're like, I, you know what? Yeah. I was thinking about not being good. I was right. about not tipping a DoorDash guy. Too. Yeah. Right. I was thinking. <laughs> but now, you my be daughter, good. Yeah. I'm like, what? Who's raising who, Ryan? Yeah, who's raising who? Yeah. <laughs> raising Ryan. There who do you, go. Who do you oh. think you're talking to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my kids, my 17-year-old, without even having to prompt him, Will tell me he loves me. Oh, and my so does my my twenty year old. I mean, it's you you raise them right, and they have a solid foundation. You mm-hmm. can't go wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, that's all I want to do. That's what that ultimately right. should be the job is yeah. to give them that, right? At least yeah. because there's yeah. so much. I mean, even look as we you know as, as two dudes you know doing lots of therapy. It's like <laughs> you do have to figure a lot of yourself out anyway. Mm-hmm. You're still, still doing better that. off with a more solid foundation, of yeah. course. Pushing so the 40, idea I still that, have no idea. Like, yeah, well, and that's it. A lot <laughs> of people go don't. This world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of us don't. Mistakes. We yeah. all, and that's that's part of our jobs is is to make the mistakes. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna sit here and we're gonna we'll solve the world's problems. You know. Yeah. As we do in but, our heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we still, I mean, on a daily basis, as long as I don't fucking burn my house down mm. or. Like torch every single relationship I have. Yeah, you know I yeah. try to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah, right. I don't always succeed, but most nights I get to go to sleep with a clear conscience. My head hits the pillow. Nothing wakes me up in the middle of the night like, oh, oh my god. Mm. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, thank God. I, you know, I don't. I don't have any guilt about anything that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, my side of the street is pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to be a good example for, and that's the thing right there. Trying to be right. a good example, yeah, like not just telling them what to do, but mm. showing them how to do it. Yeah, actually right. being good, not yeah. just telling them to be good. Yeah. Yeah. You be good. <laughs> <laughs> Show me how. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. 
And Show her how to be yeah, good. And, that, and that's all you want. And it's, you know, when you're, when you're a dad, you know, for the first time, especially like you have a lot of, you have a lot of doubt at first. Mm. And, you know, I had my first real panic attack about three months after my daughter was born and, you know, three months of sort of like no sleep mm. and less money and less time and less freedom. And those thoughts, you know, am I good enough for this? Am I strong enough for this? Mm. Am I unselfish enough for this? And it, it just, uh, eventually it hits you and, you know, you always have these questions in your head, like, can I do this? Um, when, and obviously there's no turning back at that point. Like, yeah, oh, the kid's here. <laughs> but you still have these questions. You're like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first time. I have no idea what to do. Can I actually do this? We have and instincts. And yeah. you, as long as you follow those instincts, and like I said, you don't burn the house down. Yeah. You don't mm. leave the kid unattended for more than, say, three, four hours. You don't make them sleep in the yard. <laughs> yeah, if they're not yeah. sleeping in the yard. Yeah. You don't leave them out in the street corner. <laughs> um, you should be fine. Yeah, <laughs> and then eventually like things start to click, and it's still hard. It's mm-hmm. still hard every step of the way, but of yeah, eventually seems, you realize like, like you can do it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah it sounds oh, like it's it the hardest job I've ever it's had. The hardest no, job. without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. That's why mm-hmm. I've kind of come back to, like, I don't know if this is on the table for me. I don't. You don't have more patience the older you get. So no. I don't know that it. I know, certainly don't. Does it matter? <laughs> closing about, in. It's, it's never been about patience. No? It's never, no, because I've lost my temper with my. They used to call me Mad Dad. Yeah. What's up, Mad Dad? It's like, shut up. Now I'm. I'm glad, Dad. You know, because yeah, you go through. Well, you go through your, you know, your ebbs and your flows. No, oh, of course. You have your, like, oh, as God. as a person, yeah, yeah, and a father. And yeah. it's it's, it's a, a shock to your system, and sometimes it makes you, you know, act in ways that you're not proud of. Of course. Mm. Like I've had those moments too, where I lost my temper, especially with like a very, you know, willful kid. You know, it's it's mm. easy to be like. Mike, did, have you yeah. seen the show Breeders? It's no. It was on. Oh, okay. Are you aware of it? No. It's, oh, okay. So check it. If you, you have Hulu, then definitely give it a watch. I don't They're, have Hulu, but I'll okay. Well, find find a means or FX. It's I'm sure it's on demand somewhere. Okay. So they've done three seasons. It's a British show um, co-created by Martin Freeman. Okay. Um, excellent. And basically the tagline. I enjoyed the hell out of it as somebody who doesn't have kids, but also I get the premise because basically to, to sum it up as he summed it up, inspired by his own adventures and misadventures as a father, is saying um, trying to exist in that space between being willing to die for your kids and wanting to kill your kids. <laughs> and I thought it was so great. I mean, I recommended it to our friend Jack who didn't who watched one episode is just like, this is horrible. Why would you even have kids? And I'm like, I'm, listen, I'm sure raising you wasn't <laughs> wasn't exactly a day in a rose garden either. OK, right. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just having kids isn't like I was a kid. And I remember. And that's the same way I know how to talk to Ryan's daughter. It's like, well, I was a kid. You just talk to them. Yeah. You don't baby talk to a kid. Right. You don't stand above. You don't loom above them like some people we know and just like mm, <laughs> and just kind of hover like, no, yeah. you get down on the ground and you talk and yeah. that's it like it's not that hard just because i don't have kids doesn't mean i don't know i was a fucking kid once upon yeah. a time yeah but um it, it is an excellent show because it's and again as somebody who doesn't have kids i'm watching it and just saying like yeah how can that not and it, you know he he deals with a lot of anger where like he snaps at his kids unprovoked because he as he it turns out he's dealing with some stuff or some unresolved things and like you know his parents his parents frankly in the show remind me of my parents in a lot of ways bless him but um <laughs> It is a great show, and it is something I'd be curious to see your perspective great. on. Oh. Just because he has um, uh, a son who's the older one, and daughter who's obviously the younger one, and it's I think it's incredibly well done as somebody who again just, uh, is the male equivalent of Baron. Okay. But because of the, the the extremes, I'm like this looks like the realest show as opposed to like sitcom families and something like that. Where I'm saying this seems like somebody just wrote their life. 
So I'd be very curious, and I was telling Ryan about it too. Like I'd be very curious your take on it as sure. somebody who's gone through. You know, your boys are young adults now. Yeah. So, I'd love to take a look. Yeah, um, it's, it's yeah. excellent. One thing that I wanted to ask you about was, mm-hmm. and this was a, a stumbling block for me, mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as a man and as a husband and as a father, but just being on the same page as my wife sometimes, mm-hmm. that's a, that was a challenge. because, yep. And we are very like-minded in many things, many respects. My wife and I, you know, Julia is... She's the smarter of the two of us. Right. Um, and I'm not, I don't say, say that. Um, That's not self-deprecation. No, That's it's just... not. It's No, it's, I mean, generally speaking, women mm-hmm. are smarter than men. Oh, yeah. yeah. And her mm-hmm. instincts are more finely honed than mine. Mm-hmm. And she was much more, like, she took to motherhood much quicker than I took to fatherhood. And mm-hmm. I am very much a part of my, my son's lives. Right. Even now. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, absolutely. I was um, I was there for like 3 a.m. feedings, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, doing the, the diaper exchange. You know, that the reason why we had a second child is because Mitch was a breeze. Uh-huh. The first, first six <laughs> this weeks. This is easy. What's yeah. we're complaining yeah. about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're all idiots. Yeah. Now, I mean, he, he was as right. perfect a child as you could have. Mm-hmm. Like, almost like they flipped the switch. Like, you know, six weeks, like a timer went off. He started sleeping <laughs> through the night. Mm-hmm. And we were like, wow. holy fuck, this is awesome. It right. Didn't happen for six me. weeks. <laughs> Boom. That, and we were like, hey, this is going to be great. And then. Um, Let's Daniel do this again. Along. Yeah, Daniel came along. And he did. Mm-hmm. He was a little colicky. And he was, um, he had allergies. He had a lot of allergies. Mm-hmm. We found out he was uh, allergic to uh, Christmas trees. Mm. It was allergic. Yeah, we had to get a. That one took a little bit, like two years, for us to figure out. To figure it right. out, because yeah. he was like, wow, and yeah. we just thought it was yeah, the house. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Like we had molds or funguses. Right. Yeah, but um, sunflowers set him off, and we we had not anymore because mm. you outgrow this. Stuff. Right, mm. but we were like, oh fuck. But uh, getting back to the. The Julia thing, you know, staying on that same page with her was, it took work. It took yeah. work on my part. Not mm-hmm. so much for her, but, but for me. For, yeah, to catch mm-hmm. up. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was the, that was the way for me too. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, Jen took to motherhood and she had the instinct for it. And I was kind of flailing at first and I, I had a really hard time in the beginning. Yeah. Really hard time. They do. That is the. Cause it's, it's a, it's a shock to your, to your world. Like, I, I mean, I spent. The first 34 years of my life sleeping like a baby, mm-hmm. you know, not having my sleep interrupted. And then, you know, several times a night now I'm having my sleep interrupted. Yeah. For years. I didn't deal well with that. Um, having to get up in the night and stay up in the night. And well, that's a women yeah, especially, become especially mothers not knowing what to do. Like, I don't you know, I don't know what this kid's crying about at this point. Like they have a dry diaper. They've been fed, like they've been sleeping. Like, what is the issue? I don't know. What, but you figured it out, didn't you? Eventually. Yeah. yeah. But then now, now going through this all over again, I was just kind of like, there are times where I'm like, why did I want to do this again? But there are also times where you're like, <laughs> yeah. this is like riding a bicycle. Right. This is yeah. Uh, like we, we, at know, least I've done we, it already. We know what <laughs> to do. At least I've yeah. done a version of this. Um, but you know, it was it was it was hard in the beginning, like sure. you know, trying to because I didn't have the instinct that she did for well, for any of it. Really. Well, women get a nine month head, head start though. Yeah. That's what you know the prevailing well, you they know, bond. knowledge is. Yeah. They, well, that's they, it. That like bonding. women become a mother right away. 
men become a father when the baby actually comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so right. that's right. it's it's more shocking because now it's like, oh, this is real. I mean, as much as it's real and it's inside her tummy, now it's like, oh, I, this thing's alive and I got to hold it. Meanwhile, they're yeah. they're good and hell well aware of yeah. <laughs> how alive well, this thing is and that it's a presence. I'll tell you, if this was the this was the scariest thing that had happened. Um, mm. Julia went into labor. Her water broke and called the doctor. And her doctor, uh, her OB-GYN, was in Trenton. They were, um, they were marching. They were doing something about um, malpractice insurance. Mm. They were pissed off. So, so they were marching in. And this is your first son. This is your oldest. First time. This is my oldest. Yeah. First kid. And we're we're going for water break. Yes, that's right. (laughs) So we're going for uh, all natural childbirth. We're doing the whole nine yards. Um, No epidurals. No nothing. Mm -hmm. So we go in. Actually, uh, I time her contractions, and they're like eight minutes apart. So we have plenty of time. So I I make us some breakfast, Um, and. They go down to six, five, four, and then three minutes. They're like, take her in. So mm. I did. And um, then here's the thing you may not know, but um, when her water breaks, they've got 24 hours ah. to get the baby out. Okay. That I didn't know. Yes. Because uh, so I've only seen it in movies. Clocks. Where it's like, the water's broken. Get her to the hospital right but, now. But uh, Jules was, her timing was. Right. Her contracts were still. Yeah. And, um, and if you're she, not far enough along, like even if you're having contractions, mm-hmm. like you go to the hospital, they'll send you home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that's what like, I've heard. It's not ready like, yet. Like go home and yeah. come back. Right. You know, when like, they go home and suffer closer together yeah. or whatever. No beds so, for I'm you like, here. That's wild. Like, why can't I just stay here until this happens? Yeah. Like, we, like this is close. inevitable. This yeah, is happening. Like, we need the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm like, somebody has to die in that bed before you can get Yeah. I heard that. I'm like, what do you mean? They just send you home. A so fully can I, pregnant can woman. Stay? Yeah, wicked pregnant, as they say in the Northeast. So we're you go send her home, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got the fetal monitor on, mm-hmm. and every time Jules has a contraction, the baby's uh, heart rate dips, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? And you know, because right. they're like, all right, this is troubling, and our OB/GYN isn't there yet, right? And the the nurse is like, well. This is weird, and I'm like, well, could you see if is there any way we can find out if the umbilical cord is wrapped around the baby's neck? Because if she's mm. having a contraction, it would make sense that it's pulling, and mm. if their heart rate dips, it's because they're losing oxygen. Losing oxygen. Right, yeah. and um, that's exactly what was happening. So uh. they had to do an emergency C-section on her. Mm. So yeah. they like knocked me the fuck out of the way. Yeah, took her down. Um, doctor just got out of the car. They escorted her up, mm-hmm. got her scrubbed up, and um, she did the C-section. Right. And but talk about the most tense fifteen minutes of my life. Oh God! Because yeah. I could have lost my son and mm. my wife. Right. Right. And I'm like, one, son one of a bitch. Yeah. That's yeah. Scary. Um, yeah. So Jules was in recovery. I held the baby for the first time. I, Mitch was, you know, we bonded. Because mm-hmm. he's like looking at me and he's like, you know, touching yeah. my face and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit. And that's when you know you're a dad. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm a dad. Yep. Mm. Yep. So, and then I, I took the baby in and I shared him. But 
<laughs> and then yeah, she gotta, had a ball with him, that. I yeah. guess. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I with the C-section, she, she yeah. must have been doped up for that. I oh, mean, my God. A yeah, natural childbirth is yeah. out the window when you no, have to do a C-section. No, she was like, I want, because once the pain started hitting, it's like, I want an epidural. I'm like, okay, honey. Yeah. Can we get her an epidural? They're like, they're a little too long on that one. So did they let you stay in the room? Or did they no, kick you out of the room they altogether? kicked me out of the room, and okay. they took her down to the operating room. Yeah, because I think yeah. that's – yeah, I don't yeah. think you can just because so, like, they want to keep it We did two scheduled C-sections, mm-hmm. and I was, like, there in the room. I couldn't see anything because yeah. the curtain is up. But, mm-hmm. like – I would thinking, want like, to. My Good wife's God. guts are, like, spilled out on the other there. side of this yeah. curtain, and I'm just like – Oh my God. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know I wouldn't want to be in the room. If that was she's me. Awake, if she's awake and she's looking at me and like yeah. talking to me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, and her intestines are out. Like, yeah, yeah I, like, I, 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 like, I could not. I remember. That, I knew about Veronica it. Veronica told that head, story about know? like having that, having the C section yeah. and like, like literally seeing her intestines. Do you want to come over and see your son? I'm like, no. Yeah. And the doctors are just, you know, the doctors are doing this and they're just calmly chit chatting. Right. And I'm like, how is it just Tuesday for them? Yeah, this is normal. They make a living doing this. Yeah. They Did take, I just hear a sports score? Like in right? Like, yeah, like they spread women open like you know? like lobsters, yeah. you know, and crack them open, and it's like and it's, oh, it's just routine. Yeah, like, and I'm like, this is wild. Yeah, well, it's the same. Yeah. Like I thought it's about so that. Calm like and quiet while they're doing it. And, yeah, like yeah. the procedure. Because I mean, like I know both our. I don't, don't think it had a problem me mentioning it. Both our dads have had uh, bypass surgery, mm-hmm. and it's the thing I thought where I'm like, it's such a long process, like. They have to just be casually talking about stuff, but it's gotta yeah. be so weird. A person's chest is open, and you're right. just chatting about kind of whatever. Yeah, it's that normal. I'm like, well, I mean, parts be, in there, and they're just <laughs> be different if they're like yeah. smoking. And like, yeah, yeah. fucked up. Yeah, well, they, they used to do that in the 50s, right? Yeah, once yeah. 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 a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, doctors were prescribed right, right in the hospital. Yeah. 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 A little hole in their mask, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Like, do you get the ash in there? Ah, it'll be fine. How about them Yankees? Yeah. Yeah, that was the, the, the first time. That was wild. Like, and I just, I hear I c- just yeah, just I could calmly I could like talking about things that are not related. I could not. I can't stand you know, still the, on a phone call. I couldn't possibly in front of them. You know, <laughs> I, I could not. I could not be in the room because no. that we had a second. Call me when uh, it's over. Scheduled second with mm. Daniel. And oh, okay. It was, yeah, it was like I, I knew about the. I'm like I'm not looking over there. I'm yeah. Like, hey, you want to no. see the baby? No, no. You're, yeah, we'll clean no. it up and yeah. we'll be good. Yeah, because you're you're never gonna get that image out of your head. No, never. No, and then never. That's, you just, that's yeah, just you done. Leave it to I the mean, imagination, and then you just block it out. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. to be honest with you, yeah. I hear that um, there are men who go who who are like have ED mm. from that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Like it has to imprint 50 on you. Or yeah, sixty percent of all men who yeah. like oh baby, and you know you've got your wife, and hey, even all natural childbirth when mm-hmm. you're sitting there watching, you know, little slugger sliding out from home. <laughs> you know, you're like. Holy <laughs> shit! You know, yeah. like yeah, that's I, not that's not a recreation area anymore. No, 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 that's a slip and slide. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, fuck. I I believe that. Yeah. I believe it because how do you you know? It has to have ruined a lot of dudes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not Houdini's surprising. Yeah, like, <laughs> way to go! Dislocated your shoulder, huh? Good for you, buddy. Uh, I, yeah, I I can I can see that just because how can you not? How can that not have some effect on you where it's completely, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't handle that anyway. I'd be like uh, the very, very random reference, but there was a uh, uh, Popeye cartoon back 100 years ago, of course, um, where he's literally he's, – he's walking around the waiting room in the hospital and he's worn a – like the, the carpet is just completely worn out <laughs> from him pacing around smoking his pipe. And I'm like, yeah. that would be me. Yeah. Oh my God. If it happened, like, I would have to wait outside and like, just be like, "Call me when it's done, when it's clean, when she's semi-lucid." 
thought and you were going to say, I'll there's this yeah. Popeye cartoon where he was railing uh, yeah, he was olive, olive oil. And, oh, my God. I was like, it's hard to imagine. that's a holy shit, buddy. That's not. No, yeah. It's like Popeye got ED after <laughs> after baby <laughs> oil popped yeah, out. Or VD. We're not really sure. Well, one of the Ds. Olive was an unclean woman. <laughs> Forget that. The man was in the Navy. I mean, yeah. any port in a storm is yeah. what they say. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? <laughs> she was probably pretty unclean, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, why do you think they call my me me daddy poop deck pappy? <laughs> well, this conversation's taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about father? The, the, yeah. the witching hour. That's the range. For 15 minutes, yeah. I thought I could lose my wife and son. An hour making dirty jokes about Popeye. Yeah. Yeah. See, there is no show like Cape. There is no, no show like this. <laughs> no, but yeah. That I was, defy you to yeah. find range greater than this one. That's true. And that, yeah. that was fucked up because I remember I was like, Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh mm-hmm. fuck! And uh, lady came in. She's like, "Still here? You <laughs> should go down there." Because the, there really? was really, yeah, there was a recovery room, and she's like, "You can go wait in the recovery room." I'm like, you're fine. I'm like, "All right, thanks." Oh, so that was, was it? That was literally just yeah, how you were informed. Fine. Everything was yeah. fine. She's like, "You're yeah. fine." Like, oh. Yeah, everything's fine. Oh. I'm like, "Oh, thank, thanks for the hand." So, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that would make it feel real to me just yet. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was having that comfort, just like she's no. fine. It's like, mm. yeah. no, when they put the baby in my. Well, arms, yes, yeah, that must. Like, have, that's the okay. only. Yeah, yeah. And now that the motherfucker's like three inches taller than I am, so yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> oh, like, that's that, Ryan's nightmare. Like that came out of my wife once yeah. upon a time. <laughs> now he's bigger. He's bigger than me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. My dad's five eight, and I'm six feet. So you know, that's. I don't know if it's necessarily the fear. I mean, our friend Dan had talked about that. He's like, oh, my son's not taller than me because I don't want him kicking my ass. Right. Like, well, yeah. He's yeah. like, what are you going to do, yeah. old man? <laughs> is that your fear, that Shane's going to be taller than you? Has that, has that I entered mean, your I, mind? I, I almost expect it. Oh, well, I mean, you know, yeah, maybe. I don't, I, don't have a, I don't have a lot of height going on <laughs> That's here. what I'm wondering. I don't know if that was a thought. Yeah, it's it's a thought. I mean, I'm not overly concerned about it. Right. Well, I mean, I know. And I don't. We, I don't plan on like wrestling him, you know, to the well, death or anything. Well, uh, well, no, not eventually. Yeah. <laughs> at least you I don't. Know, at least you I never don't, plan for that. I, I don't think so. But you always <laughs> want to be prepared. Ugh, <laughs> gonna have to lose some weight. You want to have some weaponry on hand yeah. just in case. Right. Maybe start oh, depriving him some yeah. meals. Yeah. 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 You'll talk to me later on. You, you okay. got time. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He he's seen this already. Yeah. He's lived it. So just make him. They've got to be a little bit scared. That's yeah, all. a little bit. And that, I, my children are very, they don't, they're not really scared of me because mm-hmm. they know that dad's bark is worth, worse than his bite. Mm. And that was part of uh, them growing up. Thank God they were such great kids because, I mean, yeah, I, I was mad dad for a little while, but it's, you know, they knew that it was that I'd take a bullet for him. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's that has to be a degree of relief because I know people who won't admit their kids are assholes, but they know it. <laughs> and right. so <laughs> it does it, it does have a roulette like quality to it, obviously, as anything genetic does. Of course. So there has to be, at least in your part, because they're now basically fully formed mm-hmm. um, personality wise and all of that, that oh, you're yeah. just like, thank God they're not assholes. I mean, there has to be yeah. a relief in that. When they're, when they're grown up and they turn out okay and you're like, thank God they're not assholes. It, yeah, now. exactly. Like, uh, and, and that's something I realize parents probably you've, don't want to job. But again, I know people yeah. who like don't yeah. like their kids or like know their kids are assholes, but right. they, they won't admit it to anybody else. But yeah. they know it underneath it all. And that's got to be a relief to be like, oh, the kids are good. Yeah, Great. It's a relief because that seems like the the undisclosed fear. And I <laughs> the think fear that was, was not one of about. the biggest things that 
because I was a hands-on dad, mm. because I, I ended up going to, like, all of Mitch's soccer games. I was, uh, you know, I was one of the – we shifted off and on for, you know, who would, you know, make breakfast, who would tuck him in. Mm. You know, I was – one of the very first faces they saw in the morning, and I was one of the very first or very last ones they saw at night. Mm. So you were a constant presence. Yeah. I wasn't, like, out yeah. for Out cigarettes. partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know. Dad's always at work. Yeah. I never saw him. You know, no, when I was yeah. growing up, Dad was – yeah. One of the joys of my job is that whenever one of my kids got sick, I could bring him in with me. Mm. And uh, Daniel, like I said, he was kind of croupy. Uh, he, I, I got to take advantage of that more with him. He'd come in. I'd make him a little nest, mm-hmm. and just I'd, <laughs> I'd be on the counter, and I would do yeah. my work right there. Mm-hmm. And he was just, you know, mm-hmm. sneezy, yeah, coffee, <laughs> whatever. But yeah. I mean, I was there, and right. if he needed anything, I was you, there. You were there, yeah. yeah. And, and that's I, and that's awesome. I mean, it, I think that makes when you the can difference. do that yeah. right, and that's and that's how your kids turn out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you know, definitely. My, my mom had this uh, this interesting theory with with my brothers and I, um, and she said, "You pay now or you pay later." So when I was a kid, I was the first. Mm. I was the oldest of three boys. I was a nightmare. I was a fucking brat. Temper tantrums were. Yeah, I still am. Okay. I was yeah, a brat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, but when when I tell yes, this story, yes, it'll, it'll make I'm more sorry. sense yeah, to you. Just, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, Got to bust your balls yeah, a little like bit. I was, just I was very, here. I was very adamant about you know what I wanted, and I was a lot of temper tantrums and screaming, and I had reflux, so I was throwing up like mm-hmm. the exorcists, like all over the place. <laughs> so I, I was, I was hard, and um, you know my brothers, they were both great babies, they were great, um, but then as we all grew. You know, when my brothers got into their, like, their teens and their 20s, like, they started to get in a lot of trouble, mm. you know, did a lot of stupid shit. But I was always the rule follower. I was always, like, the good kid. I was the smart one. I was, you know, the one who, you know, wasn't looking to get into trouble. I wasn't getting hurt all the time, you know. So I, you know, it turned out, even though I was a nightmare when I was oh, I was a small child, I turned out to be the level-headed one, whereas my brothers were, were angel babies, and then they turned out. They're, you know, mm. the, 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 that was a phase, obviously. But, of like, course. during that time, my mom was like, you pay now or you pay later with your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, one or the other is going to happen. And I don't know if that's necessarily true of everyone. Some some kids so, are just yeah. great in the beginning, and they, mm-hmm. they stay great. and Or some kids are assholes. Yeah, exactly. But I always found that to be to be interesting. Yeah, it, um, it that, is. That dichotomy. Because I – and I, I am – Finally, thanks to some um, pressure from my cousins, finally getting my parents to come in to do the show in the fall, uh, doing one-on-ones, which would be great. But that's the thing they've always said. Like, my sister and I were not difficult kids. We weren't kids who kept them up all night, um, which was weird that it was – again, this is anecdotally. I don't know if they're necessarily going to get into it in more detail, but just saying, like, no, the two of you were never, like, up all night or never had periods of – you know, obviously, as a newborn, that's par for the course. But – Short labors. My mother was in, in labor, my sister, for I think like three hours or something like that. And for me, they didn't even – she didn't even make it to the delivery room, which is her constant joke about me. It's just like you haven't stopped moving since. You literally came into the world. And just, yeah. You weren't <laughs> waiting for anything, and you haven't stopped moving. And um, I just find that interesting because you don't hear that a lot. Usually it's like, well, one's easy and one's difficult. Or t- right. like the first one is just like, oh, this isn't so bad. Let's have another one. And then it's a complete 180 where it's a more difficult experience. Right. Um, 
Although I did find it weird, and that's why it's it's interesting. I guess that's a, a product of the era. But, yeah, like my dad never changed diapers or anything like that. Mm. And I get it because that wasn't, you know, something that many hey, did, I brought, really. I and brought then, you home know, the paycheck. You go <laughs> But not – and I'm kind, I was kind of surprised because I'm thinking, like, why would you not? But then I'm thinking, well, that probably wasn't – that wasn't an expectation at the time. There, were, there weren't dads who were, you know, going to be doing that in the – in the early 80s, that wasn't kind of an expectation. That's more of that's become an, the evolved male, the evolved dad. And that's the kind of thing he does. So, like you saying, that's what I did. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. If to we me. had Christian behind the, the board, I'd mm-hmm. make him pull up like the Anjali, um, uh, um, Anjali perfume commercial, which was, I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan. You know, that's, <laughs> I'll just that's insert like, it hey, in the show. But it's, yeah, that. I mean, that's like the 60s and 70s in a nutshell. It's like, yeah. I, I bring home the bacon. You, you raise the kids. You yeah. raise the kids. You yeah. do, yeah. I bring the home kids the kids are money. your fault. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you did this. <laughs> my dad and I didn't bond till I was like 10 years old. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, de- and defined bond, meaning like, like he didn't, like, but beyond your name, he didn't know you kind of thing? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. You know. I mean, he, he did, but, you know, I there were six of us. Not, like, well, that's true. Yeah, that's you know, that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, I was like the um, – there's a five-year gap between me and my closest sibling. Oh, wow. Mm. So, so, yeah. Were, if you don't mind, were you planned? Or no, were you just I was, an afterthought? Okay. I was – my mom was 39 when she had me. Mm. So I was like, surprise. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, like right before menopause, baby. Right, yeah. right. So we call that advanced maternal age. Yeah. Yes. And, and to be honest, <laughs> back like – when I was born, it was a 50-50 shot whether or not I was going to be born, you know, with problems. Right. You know? yeah. right. Well, yeah, because that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that was a thing with age at the time. Yeah. Now there's, yeah. you know, women having babies 10 years later in life. Yeah. You know, know. It's, it's kind of common. Yeah. I mean, it's, but, it's kind of insane. But, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, – but, uh, I mean, it's – my father was like – all right, whatever. Hands off. So, yeah, see you later. Until you were ten. He was a, he was a doctor. He, he went went to work at like seven thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Came home at six o'clock at night, mm. and see you later. And on weekends, he'd go out golfing. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. So, and that seems to be another thing, which it's interesting you bring that up because that's something I've kind of noticed in uh, just humans. Period. <laughs> Where it seems like you you had that. As your example, mm-hmm. and you decide to go in the other direction. Then it seems like people yes. go in the opposite direction, or they just end up mirroring the same kind of behavior. Sure. It seems like very few end up being somewhere in the middle. Do you think you did you consciously or subconsciously you think take a cue from I'm that and saying I'm going to be sure. present? Yeah, no, that actually that was you part that of was... the the bargain I made when I I married my wife. Mm. You know, she's like I I left the food service industry mm-hmm. because she's like I want a husband who when we have a family is mm-hmm. going to be present for them. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to not see you at Christmas. Right. I want right. to not see you at Thanksgiving. I want you here with me. Yeah. Right. And that's not was, too much to ask. No, that was fair. No. Yeah. But a necessary discussion that a lot of people don't have. Right. Yeah. We're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> and a yeah, lot of couples don't. who don't yeah. talk about that shit no, until they're exactly. already married and have kids. And yeah. that's when trouble starts. Exactly. You know? yeah. So or yeah, that is a woman says, I don't want to have children. Like, well, I was, you know, that, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Cause I sure do. Right. Like, well, then get the fuck out and find a yeah, you know, 
That's it's it's always shocking to me when people kind of don't have those discussions. Yeah. Where mm, I don't know. It's like I thought we were on know. the same page. Well, you thought wrong. Yeah. You? Like you <laughs> have to. You have to talk about these yes. things. Yeah. It's it's important. Early. You have to be on. The, yeah. Like seriously. And often. And, and if that's mm-hmm. a deal breaker, then you, then you're not right for each other. Uh, move on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can't, you can't get to that point where it's time. Mm-hmm. And nobody discussed this. And then, yeah, exactly. It's 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 shocking how much of that stuff kind of goes uncommunicated. Jules and I got married in uh, 2000, Mm -hmm. and Mitch wasn't born until 2003, and Mm -hmm. we had been trying. Yes, it was very difficult Mm -hmm. for us to, you know, Jules just wasn't catching, Mm -hmm. and I was going to have to go and, you know, always fun to jerk off in a Dixie cup because well. So I I, so, I didn't have to thank. Sleeve your favorite jacket. But um, you're wow. welcome, Ryan. Because you were taking a sip, I had to throw in a basketball <laughs> reference. Go home. I had push ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the sleeve his favorite jacket. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, you were having a tender open moment, yeah, and no, I had no, a fucking way up, to go. Dropping her way to go. But we actually we had we had talked about having children, and mm. you know when the time was right, we were going to do it, and. The time was right, like mm-hmm. 20 minutes after we got married. We're like, let's just drop it. <laughs> so, no, it was like about a year. Ahead. Right, right, which makes um, sense. So, um, it's typical, I should say. We it, it didn't we didn't catch for like two years, mm-hmm. and we we were talking about it. We we're like, could we be as happy as a couple with no children? And we decided we could. We could also adopt. We you know we were talking about other things, and then boom. Right, and it, ha- it happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, when you let your guard down and you're like, ah, whatever will be, will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when. Boom. Yes. And I was like, yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, but you know. And was it the same with you mentioned this back? If anyone wants to go back to Cape One Ninety Seven, uh, Mike talked about that in, in a bit of detail, um, which was fun because I thought if it wasn't the first show of twenty twenty two, I was going to cut a serious trailer and just be like, this year, Cape, <laughs> oh Cape gets serious because it was that. And Ming was talking about reconnecting with one of his friends from childhood who we went to a con in Michigan, and I'm like, can I cut a serious trailer and make it seem like the show's taking a turn? I played with it, but then I'm like, nah, it's going to throw people off. Yep. Anyway, uh, Cape One Ninety Seven. If you want to check out Mike getting into some more detail about that, it was it was great. Oh, thank you. Um, so was there any problem whatsoever then with your second son, with your younger son? No, or not, that just, no. it's like, it, Actually, it took, well, there was no was, trying uh, or. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we weren't, you know, it, we, we were of the mind that if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right. And it did. Mm-hmm. It's, it was just, you know, boom, it happened. Yeah. Right. And smooth sailing. It's interesting, yeah, when the, when the pressure's off. And yeah. that's and it. I've, I've had mean, friends that that's happened to where they were, you know, gearing up for IVF or already in it mm-hmm. and it was just, and even that wasn't working and then yeah. they threw their hands up and they're like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, we, and, and then it happened. We've unfortunately known a lot of people. to just give up and then like, yeah, yeah. and then but that's two it. or three friends that that happened to where there's when you like, ease off the gas, yeah. and then then it happens. I don't know what to do because like, there's nothing else we can do. A lot of it's up yeah. here. A lot of it's psychological and you're like, well, then you're you're killing your swimmers, you know. That's yeah, much totally. And, you know, or you know, stop fucking the sleep of your favorite, favorite jacket, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's another solution. Yeah, yeah, I'm not willing to do that. That's why I don't have kids. But <laughs> boy, I, <laughs> hey, you're but, up front yeah. and honest. Uh, listen, I have yeah. the intellectual honesty to say that's the reason what it. Uh, you know, listen, this this. This awesome leather is now. I'm just kidding. People, like, that's why he's always wearing that fucking jacket. It's Literally, rich yeah. and Corinthian. Yes. Yeah. And smooth. Mm. Anyway, um, well, hard to recover from that. Let's yeah. talk about something else. No, I'm kidding. But, 
<laughs> anyway, um, have you noticed any differences? I mean, again, I realize your son is essentially still a, a newborn at this point, but any any drastic outside the disappointment that you can't reuse clothes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> any, any difference that you can tell between having you know a, a newborn girl, newborn boy, at least in your experience. Has there been any um, stark difference as far as not not terribly? No, no. Like I say, I, again, I say that out of curiosity. I don't know. You know I, I I'm not trying to prompt you. Um, you know, diaper changes to be different. Where mm-hmm. like I'd get peed on a lot, but that's really only <laughs> happened a couple of times, and mm-hmm. it didn't go very far. Right. So that's that was a relief to me <laughs> because I'm like, you know, this isn't like they're, in the movies gonna, at all. They're going to rocket it all over the place, and yeah. I'm going to get peed on all the time. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Because with a girl, like, I mean, she pees while you're changing her diaper, it's just going to dribble out. Like, yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's this, not. A, to aim it's with. not a laser, yeah. you know, <laughs> and um, but that that hasn't happened really Much. at all. So that's that's been a relief. But he um, he's got reflux and a dairy allergy. Mm. So I gave him the reflux. I guess I guess you know, thanks, Dad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> for that. And oh, he, we, we I, all got our and our genes Jen, from someone. Yeah. I, I don't have the patience for the vomit anymore. And Jen's like, he's got reflux. What do you want from him? I'm so fucking over being vomited on. Mm-hmm. I'm so over. Mm-hmm. And it's constant. Like, I uh, I have to change my shirt constantly. I have to change him constantly. Yeah. I pick him up, and he seems fine. And then it's just like, Bleh. you need to have your show shirt like I do. Yeah, you gotta, right. <laughs> you gotta have hangers with your show shirts. And I'm like, so I, I just like I'm I'm so over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> that, my, like my patience is just gone with it. Like I'm so tired of being. I mean, it, obviously, you know, it's not his fault. I know it's not his fault, but I'm like, I. I and it smells so bad, even if you're able to like wipe it up immediately. Of course, you're yeah. The shirt still just it's it, it's vile. Yeah, it's just formula, it's, but it, it smells. But it's so hard horrible. to be neutral about that. Yeah, I mean, having just no feeling at all. It's just like, like it's still vomit. Yeah, like, okay, I know it's not his fault. Would spit but, up like here and there, but it wasn't anything crazy. But he's yeah, it was just, a, like, a pedestrian amount of yeah. vomit. Whereas <sighs> with him. I'm just, I, I'm story. so over it. I got you. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> you know? believe me, I get it. How uh, do they figure out like a dairy allergy though in like there's a, a there's six a month old? Is it stool, really? There's a stool test that they can do. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, so we have them on like a specialty formula, which luckily our insurance covers. Oh, wow. That's a huge relief. Because that yeah. shit would Jesus. be like $80 a week oh my just God. formula. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> just formula and diapers, yeah. seeing what they so are. We, like, we, Jesus Christ. In a way, we got lucky with that. But, um, you know, it's uh, hopefully one of those things that he'll grow out of. Yeah. Um, you know, dairy allergies. They say most kids grow out of it mm-hmm. um, right. when they have it that young. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the, the sticking point for me is the vomit. Is the vomit. Like, it's like, yeah. I can't do it. I feel like that's a line, though, for <laughs> yeah. people, period, just because it's vomit. Again, and not his fault. And he's not, like, upset. He's not, like, screaming when he does it. He's, mm-hmm. he's happy. He's just like, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's normal for him and now. He, like, smiles at me. I'm like, you little fuck. <laughs> you just vomited all. all. It's like. Down my leg, I'm holding him on the floor, and I'm like, Grr. "Yeah, like, got it. You have to be adorable I, like, I just, when you do I this." Just like, changed, come on. you know. <laughs> and then the dog comes over, yeah. like, "Hey, what's yeah. going on?" The, dog, <laughs> the oh, dog's licking it off the carpet. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're kidding. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't have yeah. you licking my face. Like, now, you're you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but like, handy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah. you're saving me a step. Oh yeah, clean that up. Thanks, I guess. If you want to be gross, but sure. Better you than me. Yeah. One of us is cleaning it up. Right. Better than me. Looks like it's you, buddy. Um, (laughs) So I'm I'm hoping that's a phase that dies rather quickly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like. I'm I'm done with it. uh, (laughs) And see, I haven't experienced that. And that's why it's it's fun for me Mm. when I've come to your house because I'm just like, ah, they're kids and they're fine. But I also have the. The satisfaction of knowing I can go home and not have to worry about it. Right. <laughs> I don't need to put it and, through college. I don't need to clean and he's up. And Scotch guarded almost 
all of his clothes. So. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you do that. Mm -hmm. I'll hold this kid. Yeah, I'm just going to wrap myself in bubble yeah. wrap when I come right. over. I mean, just for the sake of being secure. Yeah. It's terrible. Saran. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure. He's, like, like, he's just a baby. He's got reflux. What do you want from him? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm I over being thrown up. <laughs> what, do I, what do I want from him? Like, I want him to knock the shit off. I want him to stop fucking throwing up. That's what I want. <laughs> I would really like... For him to start eating some solid food. So that's, yeah, like, yeah. so yeah, we, we've started, like we've, we've started nice. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no chicken sandwiches yet. No. Yeah, we're, oh, on, to, we're on to baby food. Um, that's your nuggets, you're going to share nuggets with them soon. No, you, don't you, do that. Now you'd think. I would. But Brielle yeah. wanted nothing to do with chicken nuggets. Really? She was the only kid in the world that I've ever heard of that would not eat chicken nuggets. That's awesome. It was Still? like pulling teeth. It's awesome. My kids at... I'm like, what Eight. kid doesn't like fucking chicken I mean, well, you're nuggets. a chef. It's different for you. Yeah. That, like, it, actually, that's part of the, the problem with Like, Ryan kids. didn't cook anything. My kids were... Actually, Daniel wouldn't eat anything. Daniel wouldn't eat shit. Really? Plain, plain. That was his... his huh. thing. He wanted plain rice and plain chicken. Not breaded chicken, just chicken. Mm -hmm. and no rich, seasoning? No. Salt and no, peppers no, too no, much? No. Wow. Damn, Sauces? Boring. No. Very boring. Eat clean, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he was paleo before yeah, it was a thing, right. man. That's right, motherfuckers. It's ahead of the curve. Um, so, but Mitch had a, a more um, diversified palate. Yes, I was going to say a more exotic palate. Okay, more um, got it. Yeah, he would eat um, if one um, one New Year's. They wanted to find out what caviar tasted like, so we got caviar, hmm. and they're like. This isn't good. We don't like this. And I'm like, I spent a fucking hundred dollars. Yeah. So you could taste caviar. You're gonna fucking eat that shit. If you mm. vomit it up, I don't care. Mm. Yeah. Butter. Then you're gonna eat that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we bought it. You're eating it. Yeah. You yeah. wanted this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you asked for it. Yeah. You want oysters? That. Oh, no. That all excuse. I love yeah. oysters. <laughs> Me too. Oh, so my kids <laughs> do not love but. oysters. Actually, now they're starting. Actually, Daniel now is. His palate is getting more and more refined, and mm -hmm. Mitch, like I said, always more of the exotic. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take, I'll taste some of that pate de foie gras. Sure, I want Whoa. some of that." Yeah, yeah. That's that was one of the the coolest things about um, like cooking for my kids because mm. we swore up and down that we would never cook like fourteen meals. Right. Like mm -hmm. we would. We're not going to be a restaurant, you know. Right. That's what my parents told me, and then. Or like it's not a restaurant. Like you're not going to eat. Yeah, what, just yeah. what you want every night. Yeah, right. it was never that way in my house. Either. When when we were uh, newlyweds, we would go over to people's houses. Like, all right, well here's Brandon's food. Here's mm. you know. Yeah, that's wild here's, to here's me. Here's little Edgar's, uh, and I'm like, right. the fuck. Everybody yeah. gets their own entree. What yeah. is this? Like kids, yeah, the kids learn what they like. They, you know, with with Brielle when we were just starting to feed her real food, there was a phase for about six months where she would eat anything. Because mm. she's new to, to actual food and yeah. everything so is just all, awesome to her. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then slowly but surely things started to drop off, you mm -hmm. know, with you know, we didn't feed her like the Gerber meals that had like spiral pasta and like little turkey and then the vegetables. And she would always eat the vegetables and like leave the rest of the stuff. I'm like, Okay, at least she's eating vegetables, great. And then uh, that started to flip and then she wants mm -hmm. nothing to do with vegetables now. Um, and like all those things that she would eat would start to drop off. She won't eat meat of any kind. Huh. Um, I mean, she'll eat like hot dogs now once in a while, but so she has like chicken. Ass meat is what yeah. she's eating. Yeah. Right, <laughs> That's exactly. it. She won't eat actual I mean, cuts of meat. But like watching that happen, like watching it develop and like, this is awesome. She'll eat anything and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, and then know, it passed and then everything, like, Damn everything it. you know, yeah. everything dropped off. Um, uh, and now it's just basically mac and cheese everywhere she goes. My father told me never worry like, about, they will. 
figure out what they need. Right. And they will have a craving for it and they will ask for it. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, so it's just, it's one of those things you got to pick your battles with. Like, all right, the kid's eating. Like, you know, she's alive. (laughs) She's steadily (laughs) gaining weight, you know, like the way she's supposed to when she grows. Right, right. Okay. If it's mac and cheese and French toast sticks for breakfast. Yeah. For now. Whatever. For now. You know. (laughs) But. Yeah, this shit's not gonna last. If she looks like Job of the Hut at yeah. like twelve, yeah. then you got then, a then we got then we got a problem. Yeah, yeah. but um, but you'll you'll catch it before then. Yeah, and something will taper off. As yeah. long, you know what I? You were talking about the sugar. The sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I never really had a sweet tooth, mm. um, and sugar was never like an enemy of mine. Mm. But I mean, now now I got to a certain age, and I'm like, I had my last. Uh, blood test, and they're like, you're pre-diabetic. I'm like, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even get to enjoy yeah, this once upon a time. <laughs> now, so, now you're telling me I can't. Now I want it. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now but, I want to suck up a pound of gummy bears. But part of that is just the shit that we eat these days. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Everything's got corn syrup in it. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's disgusting. You know, everything's got yeah. soy in it. You know, of course. You, and, you can't avoid – and all that shit goes through your liver. Yeah. All of it. Mm-hmm. So – it's, so yeah, they, that's like, why hey, I'm trying to back off the shirt. That's why I'm drinking yeah. lightly sweetened wow, <laughs> liquid death sparkling water. Fatty, fatty liver. I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck. Yeah. That was another thing that got me to, you know, lose weight in this whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. for me. Because I'm just like, I'm only, I'm in my early 30s. This shit's supposed to be happening yet? <laughs> you know, that's now what Ryan that and I have talked about, you know, yeah. recently. And now just now like, that you're 40, you believe you're going to yeah. be seeing some other shit. And you're going to have yeah. colonoscopy, colonoscopy coming up. Yeah. That's always something fun. Yep. I would recommend doing that sooner rather than later. They're, yeah. they're saying people are getting it younger and younger. You should. Well, so I mean, a lot we, of people in their 30s are getting colon cancer now. We talked about they this. Didn't, they didn't used to see it until 50s, sometimes even yeah. later. Yeah. Ooh, okay. We're, see, but it, I, I see article after article now. Yeah. Like, get checked yeah. early. Early detection. is well, yeah. because of It's because of the shit that we eat. And of course. Our sedentary yeah. lifestyles and... And it's also because family history doesn't even mean shit when it comes to this. Yeah, lifestyle seems to be a bigger influence. Consider this. Back in even as close as like the 60s or 70s, Mm -hmm. um, hemp. Mm -hmm. Hemp was growing wild and cows fed on it when they were free range cows. Right. And when that was the standard. Yeah. (laughs) When Um, animals roamed free. Yeah. When when they roamed. Before they got slaughtered. And I'm talking just up to like the 1970s. Mm-hmm. And now, <coughs> pardon me, seeing more uh, dairy allergies, yep. peanut allergies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because, you know, hemp is taken out of the, you take one thing out of the ecosystem mm-hmm. and you fuck everything up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Peanut allergies were never a thing even when I was a kid. Right. No, there yeah. might have been like one, you know, in the yeah, school. Yeah, there's one kid but in now the school. It's, yeah, right. And there's he was a weird-looking kid who yeah. nobody wanted to sit with. There's that one anyway. kid with the peanut allergy, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. now it's like it's, it's Now everywhere. it's rampant. Like, yeah, now it's, it's common. Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, it's No, it is. It's, it's crazy. Just the spectrum of allergies. diagnosis. Like, I don't buy that. Like No. It's, no, there's something's thing, gone yeah, on. Like in the same way, I feel like a lot of things, and this isn't me making some kind of statement about it, but in the same way, like we've known a lot of people who've had to go through IVF, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And um, the idea of a, and again, I don't think it's a diagnosis thing, but the idea that there's, um, it seem to be a lot more kids on the spectrum mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and you know, that all these allergies are popping up. It, yep. You can't help but think that there is a lot to do with diet and mm-hmm. hormones that are in us that are then passed on to kids and, you know, well, at, yeah are unhealthy in some way 
it's hard to not look at that and say, okay, what has changed? Oh, right, industrial. I mean, we, we talked about it uh, ages ago. We watched a bunch of food documentaries and talked about diet like what, 2011 or 12. It was a while ago. Yeah. And even just the idea of like looking at, you know, cows like, well, yeah, cows used to be free range and they used to eat grass. But now they're penned up and they're being fed corn all the time. It's like, right. well, you think that's going to have an effect on the quality shit. of your yeah. beef? Of course it will. Right. You know, that that seems kind of obvious. And it it feels like all the stuff's having an effect. You know, not this is a scientific statement, but it's it's Something's hard to yeah exactly it's it's hard to think like well how is this not a factor because our diet has gotten so fucked up in japan they can eat raw chicken hmm. they can actually just, but would you want to no i'm kidding um, Go ahead. They, there's chicken sashimi that they, really they, they wave it like in a, a boiling water for about 30 seconds and then they take it out and they eat it huh because there's not all the salmonella. There's not all right. the bacteria. Right. There's not right. all that. They're not constantly in their own filth. Right. Mm. So right. Right. Interesting. Uh, Japan is very, very economical in mm. their their ways. Right. So you're looking at that and you're like, wow, they've got a lot, and they've got, I mean, population-wise, it's insane over there. Mm-hmm. You would think that their chickens were would be even worse than ours, but they're not. They mm-hmm. The standards. Yeah. So yeah. here, not so much. No standards. No. Profits the standard. Not so much. <laughs> not nearly as much. No. Yeah, it's shit's yeah. scary because you think like, what am I going to be in for? Just, oh God, yeah. You know, yeah. Even if you think you like, you clean up your diet, but you still don't know what's in the healthy stuff. Well, yeah. You know? That's it. I mean, Where I it came from like what's in it. What were the animals being fed? Yeah, you know, I mean, what my was being sprayed on the fields. I'm beyond the point of like know? trying to get off any of my medications. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna low dose cholesterol pill. Mm-hmm. I'm on a, a fairly mild uh, blood pressure pill as well. Like even though everything's got better, my weight is way better than it has been. Yeah. It's, you know, my you doctor's not so confident. Checked, well, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if I'm taking one pill in the morning for blood pressure and, and then it doesn't a, a, get a pill any... at night cholesterol, I'm just like, it's having zero effect on my daily, whatever, you right. know, it's, it's not having any side effects or anything yeah. like that. So I'm fine with taking it because I'm also genetically predisposed anyway. Italian genes, blood pressure, and cholesterol are like you know pretty, are known uh, <laughs> known troublemakers. Yeah, exactly. I'm on that pill um, too, and I'm probably going to have to be for the rest of my yeah, life. And, 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 I just yeah, made peace and with I just I got cholesterol, so yeah. yeah. But it's it also seems inevitable. It seems like everybody has to deal with it because that's yeah. just biologically mm-hmm. when you start breaking down, it it kind of yeah. makes sense. But, but you think like, oh man, I was in in my mid 30s and I was seeing a cardiologist for the first time. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? It's weird, right? Like I shouldn't yeah, be same. No. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. You know? But having said that, you brought up the colonoscopy. So we talked about it in the Halloween yeah. live show. Like, mm. we should just do it as, like, a party. Like, we'll all schedule it one morning. Uh-huh. And we'll do, like, a live stream of, you know, pre-gaming the night before where we're flushing ourselves out. Uh-huh. We're all going to hang out. Because it's something that apparently um, Tom Hanks, Steve Martin, and Martin Short do. Okay. They all basically have a big sleepover the night before. Uh-huh. And they all go in for the procedure in the morning. I was like, <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Aside from it's got to be a blast hanging out with the three of them. Of course. Like, yeah. just to be a fly on the wall would be fun. But I'm like, we should do that. Yeah. Why not make and it a I, show? I'm going to ask my gastro doctor like, yeah? if, we can, if we can do one. Yeah. Like, I do need to go have a follow-up It's like, look, I'm almost 40. Like, issues. they're saying mm-hmm. people are getting this now. Yeah. Like, why do, why wait another five years? Like, Well, and that's it. That seems crazy to me the way, not, based on the stuff that I'm hearing. Like, no. Yeah. I'd rather just do it now. It's a, Yeah. It's just roulette. You know, it's just, yeah. it, it, you know, with genetic roulette. Even if roulette you don't have any and, symptoms, you know, like, else. I mean, sometimes. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Well, you that's find, it. You find it's, out that you have cancer and it's already stage four before you even felt anything. Exactly. So yeah. it, why not at least try? Well, that's it. Yeah. And even when it comes to health and all that, that's what I've been you know, saying but, for a while. You have to be your own advocate. Right. You do. But by the same token, it's like, how much is that going to cost you? Well, that. 
Yeah. You know, that's insurance that hoops you need to jump through yeah. is, oh, yeah, is another. Is, that, is it out of pocket or are you, you know, because they're yeah. like, see you in 10 years. I'm like, I'll probably see you before then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking it's not going to be another 10 years. That's that's uh, very, very optimistic for yeah. you to say you're not going to see me for 10 years. Yeah. But probably not. Thank you. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like to believe that that's true. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'll be back here three to four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most likely. It's weird, man. Yeah. It is getting older. Yeah, it sucks. I don't know. And then having raised kids on top of it, sounds exhausting. Oh, God. <laughs> hence why we're, not that we've referenced it at all, hence why we're doing a show in a dungeon, essentially. Yes. Yeah, right? We're in the dungeon. <laughs> like, yeah. Mike's call. It's like, hey, you've I been like the parent it. longest. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I like it, too. Yeah. You know, it it's like we could have gone with another video game level, like mm -hmm. last year, Cape 206, 207. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought uh, maybe it went both. with the, the table. So. It kind of does. This yeah. looks like you can draw and quarter like somebody on here, in, right? In the dungeon, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're doing yeah. little D&D &D here. You're drawing and quartering someone right on the table. Yeah. Right after we, this, um, this looks like a well worn right table. Out right after we cut the cameras. That's right. This may be, yeah, there may be colonoscopy action, hot colonoscopy action happening. That's the for show. the Patreon. Hot it colonoscopy summer. Or the OnlyFans, depending. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Those guys. I mean, we're, <laughs> that's right. It's going to be guys. There's Who a market for everything. Like? Yeah. yeah. Of course, it's guys. No women are like, oh, I want to see that. There's a fetish for everything. There is. Not <laughs> for women, though. They're, they're like, I don't do shit like that. I mean, yeah. somebody does, but, you know, they're probably being treated that, in actually, a facility. Let, let's end on this note because this will be Please fun. do. Go ahead. Um, um, the difference between a kink and a fetish. <laughs> okay. By your definition, not okay. by not by Funk and Wagnall okay. or I by think, Miriam Webster. I think I think a kink could be. I, I don't know what is considered ordinary, but I would say kink might be something that that um, would generally be considered out of the ordinary. A fetish, I would think, is something that could be like an unhealthy uh, addiction. That's well, just my definition of okay. it. I'm thinking like kink is a kink is, is kink entry might level. Be a little a little bit yeah, yeah maybe a little off off kink the is a path. little is a little weirder where but fetishes like, like you know, i need this you got like your common fetishes like foot fetishes mm -hmm. and you know like, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff where it's like you've heard of it it's or you know seems probably normal like an anime and, character right, shit like or, that yeah, yeah it seems like a kink shit, yeah, all that kind of stuff yeah. and but you've heard of it it seems normal enough in, in the world of fetishes sure you know um but a kink seems to be something like you know you don't really talk to anyone about it until you know maybe there's that one person who you think might understand you know, I mean, like, no, that's what I, that's what I th I'm, I'm like. Kink like seems like something you never mention it to anyone. Fetish seems like, more yeah, elaborate than kink. Yeah. A kink is like, you know, I want you to put, you know, a fourth of July sparkler in my ass. Yeah. You know what? Like right. that's all right. I've that's never a kink. Told anyone this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now that we're yeah. well, 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 as well, person who's been married 23 yeah, years, you tell yeah. us. No, right. I'm kidding. But um, I. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, I actually have a filter. I just realized that. I was going to stop go. and ask Look a question, and I didn't do it. Wow. God damn. Wow. Look Cape is evolving. Is it <laughs> or though? I am. I almost said something, and I'm glad I didn't. Anyway, uh, that will also be for the OnlyFans. But, uh, yeah, that's what I think. I think kink is something that is um, more easily accessed, and a, and a fetish requires more energy <laughs> in my you know, mind. That you're both, like, almost spot on. Because okay. I, I had to do a little bit of uh, – we're, I was talking to my wife about this, and I'm like, you know what? Because what a conversation! Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> married twenty years. Thank you for years. bringing yeah, it in. Yeah. About yeah. This. yeah. What else are we going to talk about? I mean, yeah. At this point, there are probably very few areas unexplored. <laughs> right. If we're being honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean you've been married our, for seven. So yeah. We did our colonoscopies, on, you know, like a week apart. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of unexplored. Um, no, we were talking about that, and I asked her the same thing, and and she said, well, 
and here's here's what it boils down to. A kink mm-hmm. is something that is a little bit out of the ex, you know, out of the ordinary, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it's something that that it's a turn on. That's right. That's essentially yeah. what it is. It's a turn on that's not, you know, um, missionary or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's a little more exotic, a little right. more on the, yeah, a little, a little more the, exploratory. Exactly. And a, a fetish is something that it. Um, you got to burn lots of calories. To, yes, to, to get to accomplish, and maybe, uh, maybe it's more consuming. That's and what I'm saying. Like un, almost unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, in my maybe, mind, maybe anyway, has an effect know. on your life. Yes, yeah. and it actually um, it is necessary for you to achieve orgasm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Like I need this to turn me on. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that that requires. A I lot. need spanking, or I need mm. S and M, and you can yeah. yeah. take that. You take that right out of fucking context. <laughs> I need spanking. Uh, that's going to open the trailer. It's going to be, I need spanking. I need spanking and... Um, you guys should be so happy I don't do drops on this show because and, imagine. And fucking the sleeve of my favorite show. Yeah. There you go. Well, I wish I came up with that, but that was from basketball. Yeah. Oh, I know. But, I okay. Know well, that's what a great line. It is a great line. Well, that's why. There's been a... I mean, we're at this point 13 years deep where basically when Ryan's taking a drink Usually, whenever he's in, in mid sip of something, I say something, something that tickles that his funny bone, and I don't do it on purpose. So now yes, I do. try to make a point. No, I yes, don't. Okay, absolutely do. I, I'll just say it's fifty-fifty. Mm-hmm. But in that case, I was like, not only was the opportunity there to make that reference, but uh-huh. it was perfect because you were like, yep. mid chug. Yeah, and I was like I had to. Do and it. you knew I that line would get it. me because it's hilarious. Right, but yeah. it, but in the moment, totally appropriate. Like who fucks the sleeve with their jacket? I mean, somebody does. That's a kink. Yeah, that's a kink. Joku, because yeah, that's accessible, yeah. and you don't even need another person. So I look at that yeah. as being a kink, yeah, because that's a solo endeavor. Like how good, how good, could and that you probably feel? have a jacket. How so tight it's not is like the I need sleeve? To go, the, how tight I, is the sleeve of this jacket? I don't know. Doesn't so may, maybe if you if you got a cock like this, maybe you don't need to worry about it. I don't know. <laughs> well, we I mean, saw later weird. in the movie, you know. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Long wanger, dropping cock. <laughs> Excellent movie, underappreciated yeah. '90s comedy. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, we've covered it all. We somehow managed to just talk about everything in the course of an episode on this show. Yeah. Sometimes it's uh, inspirational. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> That's true. And talked a little bit about fatherhood, dropped a little bit of knowledge. Well, at least the two of you did. I just kind of most of the time was a mannequin sitting here, spinning in my chair, just yeah. being a little ADHD. But otherwise, uh-huh. yeah, but a lot of information to be shared. And it was awesome. And if you want more of this information, there's loiterers outside. It's just like, is that like security? Yeah, They're like, you man. get out of here. <laughs> it's like, what are these guys doing in here? Anyway. Cock the hammer. If you would like. Cock the <laughs> 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 Did I throw wow. you off? I, yeah, no. So yeah. Well, listen, it's fun. That's why. It's, but again, I'm thinking like, what am I going to use for the episode trailer? That's why, you know, I can't help it. Anyway, uh, for more misadventures from these two gentlemen, you can follow Mike and Michael Zapsik on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, visit Jay and Silent Pop's Secret Stash, 65 Broad Street, Red Bank, New Jersey. What the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. Go get in there. Get down here. And tell him how tipping is a bad idea. Please go in there and get in his yes. face about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he do. would love to argue with you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank and you. Then and then he'll kick you out of the store. Yeah, exactly. And uh, if this if, if this conversation ends up in the uh, inevitable clerks for I would not be surprised at all, all right, which cool. is fine. But mm-hmm. I insist on at least at least a walk on is all I'm saying. I'm an associate producer credit. Ooh. Ooh. See, but and now that Enticing. that's a good question. My name on the movie or my face in the movie? That's a good question. I mean, you've all right. Well, you, you were in Clerks 3. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have had an associate producer credit than be in it? Not like being in it. 
Okay, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like I would actually want to be a presence on camera rather than just yeah. have my name because who reads the credits anyway? That's damn straight. Yeah, so yeah, I think I need to be in it. Uh, it seems like, yeah, that seems like a conversation to be had between uh, Randall and uh, what's his nose? Who's the kid who works there again? What's now? his nose? Yeah, I, I completely forget. Oh my God, Elias. That's Elias, it. yeah. I'm completely spaced on that in the moment. I'm like, uh, what's his name? I wasn't helping you. I, well, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. You gotta learn, boy. Yeah. I do, yeah. Boy. See, that's another lesson from fatherhood. That's right. Let him sit there and sweat on camera. Wow. He'll get it. That's right. <laughs> and for some hot beer and toy action, you can follow Ryan at Honey I Drunk the Beers on Instagram and Hot Toy Time Machine, mm-hmm. where one of them's about beer and one of them's about toys. Leave you to figure out which one is which. Yeah. And uh, possibly TikTok. We'll find out. Yeah. Maybe, probably not. Uh, you follow him on Twitter, tag Sony as well. That's like Smithsonian, but with a T A G G instead right. of a Smith. So there you go. Yeah. It's not a museum, it's just a Twitter it's account. Not, yeah. Big deal. And at the rate he uses it, uh, yeah. if, if current rules apply, it'll get removed yeah, don't, anyway. Don't even follow me. <laughs> and I will register yeah. it because why not? <laughs> if that handle becomes available again, you goddamn. <laughs> sure. There was a point, and this is, again, apropos to nothing, uh-huh. but there was a point when I remember talking to. You and Jack and Andrew about this is probably 10 years ago or maybe 2014. It may have been we were still doing the only podcast or while it still existed. And I remember saying, because <laughs> uh, I'd bought crystalball.com, which was the home of Cape initially. I mean, obviously it was on iTunes and all that, but still, um, I just registered my name and I said, hey, you guys should probably just buy your your names as a .com because you just, you never know. Why not just own it? Because, you know, at a point when someone recognizes you, someone's going to buy it. Someone's going to buy RyanTaggart.com. Like, you should just There are a lot of Ryan Taggarts out there. You'd be surprised. Well, exactly. So it might already exist. So anyway, I remember uh, ultimately none of you did it. And I was toying with the idea of, like, I should buy all their websites. (laughs) Yeah, it would be you, you fucker. (laughs) It would be. So that's why if Taxonium becomes available on Twitter, if you stop tweeting in this, like, inactive accounts, accounts that have been inactive for 30 days, if that comes to pass, I'm totally registering Taxonium. And I will just, you know, have it auto-tweet. Yeah. Cape stuff because why not just so I own it but I, I did play with that for a little while not that I was going to have it I probably would have just had it forward to my website I wouldn't have actually done anything right it would have been really funny though to have like you know the Ryan Taggart bestiality site or something you know just for kicks um, I mean everything's pixelated so who's to know God, but I hate you uh, yeah but it would have been fun is what I'm saying and if you want fun yeah, like sure that it would have been so much fun it would have yeah. been so much fun it would have I, I would have run out of energy for it you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Chris Abalo, on Instagram at Chris Sells Out and follow the show at Cape Pod on all the socials I keep forgetting by the way there is a Facebook page and I don't have a link to it anywhere but if you feel compelled to look it up on Facebook uh, feel free I forgot I unpublished it probably in 2016 after <laughs> I hit 100 episodes and put the show on an open-ended hiatus and then uh, in 2020 when the show came back never bothered to republish it so there's a Facebook page, even though um, I don't know if posts show up there or not. I don't put a whole lot of energy into it, but uh, it does exist. So if you feel compelled to give the show a thumbs up on Facebook, do it. Why the metaverse, not? get there. Yeah, go to the metaverse and check it out. Is it still? Is that a thing? Still, the metaverse? Did it ever become a thing? No, I don't think so. I don't know. No. I, I mean, I heard it was announced. Like Meta's sure. a thing. I just don't know what it means. I don't particularly care to find out. Oh well. Anyway, and uh, subscribe to the show on YouTube which you can find, of course, at Cape Pod and link in the description below and subscribe on your favorite podcast app to give yourself a dose of enjoyment every Monday because you deserve it. Not everyone should have a podcast, but I do. So here we are every Monday to fill you with knowledge and laughs and uh, everything in between. 
a little bit of tension, a little bit of uh, dramatic emphasis from uh, from Mike, yeah. giving us a little dose of like, listen, some scary stuff can happen out there. A little bit. That's right. A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. I was doing my George Lucas like the Muppet face. <laughs> <laughs> How are everybody? That's How actually pretty spot on. Look that is that. actually yeah. very good. Thank you. You, got the you know, because yeah. I gotta get the chin down. <laughs> you know, with the beard, you have a lot more visual range than mm. we realized before. Because yeah, not only did you refer to yourself as Kevin Nash and now George Lucas, but uh, my friend Ugo keeps referring to you as Ron Perlman, and I'm like, I'm not even gonna argue ah. that. Like, that's pretty good. He's like, when am I going to meet Ron Perlman? I was like, come to Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash 65 Broad Street, right back in New Jersey, and you can meet when him. Am I meet but Ron uh, he did. I, and I'm like, I don't know about the real one. I but. actually <laughs> met Ron Perlman. Did you? He was fucking drunk out of his mind. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, sounds That sounds like a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, well, I mean, not really. But no, yeah. well, I'm just, it, in theory, it sounds uh, good. Uh, <laughs> that's not about right. Cool. Yeah. Right, yeah. Thanks, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Love Jim Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got a friend with a baby with acid reflux just like that. <laughs> yeah. A motherfucker throws up on my shoulder. Yep. Like, yeah. Sounds just like, dogs. It's like yeah. Oh, man, this does yeah. suck. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Come clean this up. There's a dog around here. Where's Abe Sapien? Can he clean this up? I loved Hellboy. Anyway. Uh, well, that's it. Be back next Monday with yet another episode. So, until next time, for uh, Connor, who fucked off a little while ago, Ryan and Mike, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. <laughs>